0: this series is intended for mature audiences. We insist you heed the following content warnings before viewing. Horror themes, language, adult themes, and strong violence and gore, including gun violence. Welcome to the Weird West. Let us tell y'all a story.
1: Our story begins just as the sun is reaching high noon. There's absolutely no cloud cover, and you can feel the sweat on your backs as you step off of the wagon sent to fetch all of you from town. Deputy Briggs is there to greet you, and he gives you each a nod of recognition, and then averts his gaze and nods towards Sheriff Johnson, who stands with his hands on his hips in the doorway of the homestead that you've been brought to to meet him. The borough home. Pretty good people. You remember them announcing their wedding a few years back, but other than that, nothing crazy, noteworthy, or filled with drama. The sheriff currently faces away from the open doorway, and he sees all of you as you're approaching. um, Probably all in the same wagon. He chews his tobacco kind of sloppily and spits it down into the dirt at his feet. He rubs it into the ground with his boot. You've seen this look on his face before, almost a year ago, when you identified those bodies at the edge of the woods. He looks sick. His his eyebrows are pulled together and every line in his forehead is wrinkled. His eyes look wet and dry at the same time and, and sweat just soaks his clothing. It soaks his hair too as he takes off his hat to wipe his forehead with his forearm. and. As you approach, he takes a breath and he says, Afternoon. He reaches out to shake your hands. Um, will you please introduce yourselves, your characters, and kind of a brief description? We'll start with the Reverend.
2: All right. Um, my name is uh, Zach. Uh, I am uh, from uh, next uh, TTRPG, uh, next level TTRPG. Uh, I am playing the good Reverend William Elliott, also known as Reverend Bill uh reverend bill is just over six feet tall uh weighs about 280 pounds you can see the aging uh mostly in his uh in his stomach region uh you can see the the gears of the metabolism slowing down and and the graying of his hair which is long and and mostly uh still um uh dirty blonde uh but uh you can see some white starting to peek in uh into his hair and into his beard um He is uh, dressed in a black shirt, and uh, you can see a a very prominent uh, priest collar uh, uh, on his lapel at his collar. Um, uh, Long dark pants, black boots, a long duster. uh, And he's has a a Bible that he's holding on to uh, rather tightly. You can see the whiting in his knuckles. Um, Obviously, he's thinking back to the year previous. And um, you can see the sweat start to form on him as well.
1: Jesse.
3: I'm Bob McDonald. I am playing Jesse Richards. Uh, Jesse is a youth. 17, 18 years old. Um, He's excited to be here uh, because he's willing to help. He pretty much idolizes the sheriff. Uh, when the sheriff brought him out to uh, out of town a year ago, he thought that that was the best way to help his community, is to become a sheriff. So since that year, he's been studying and, and uh, learning to become a deputy himself. So he's not quite there yet, uh, which is why he doesn't have a badge, but he knows the sheriff, the other deputies, uh, because he is working towards that in the year that passed um he's anxious to get in there and see what he can do to help out the sheriff in any way um best way to describe jesse is that he's he's young he's thin like he's probably about five ten, 145 pounds not a whole lot to him um but he is exuberant and if there were like boy scouts around at this time he'd be an eagle scout he knows things he spent his time you know out in the wilds, sort of just learning how to do stuff with friends. Um, uh, a lot of people in town think of him as good stock; like they know he's a good kid, all willing to to do anything for you at any time. So that's Jesse in a hand sh- in in you know a, just a, a little short blurb, uh, and he's really excited to help out and see what's going on. Uh, why the sheriff's bringing him out here?
4: And Katrina. Hi everyone, I'm Amber Logston, also known as The Space Jamber on Twitter and Instagram. Mostly Twitter, I haven't been on Instagram in a minute, sorry. Today I am playing as Katrina Divine. She is an interesting character. Um, she definitely is... How to describe Katrina Devine? Um, she definitely subscribes to that whole, you know... Uh, that whole thing about, you know, the higher the hair, the closer to God. But, you know, she's already kind of tall as a woman standing at 5'10", but then you add the hair and that adds a couple of extra inches. It's tall, blonde, piled on top of her hair, on top of her head. And then she also has heeled boots that add, like, an extra, like, two inches or three, <laughs> depending on which pair she goes for. Um You know, she... She does have, like, a long brown duster on... um But underneath is actually, like, kind of form-fitting, skin-tight clothing. um, Kind of, you know, like a button-up shirt um, and, you know, close crop pants. However, it's just, you know, it makes it easier to ride a horse and also maybe someone else. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, She is, uh, she had actually just escaped town the night um of the identification of the bodies a year ago and her, uh, she had to identify the body of her best friend um who was gruesomely murdered um and That was a lot that was a lot it was enough and also happened to be the reverend's daughter so uh it was enough to make her want to skip town and abandon all of the plans that she had to be a good old girl you know starting an honest business in town and really she just felt like she had no reason to keep on the good track so so now she goes through the west (laughs) how
1: does she look now coming into this we've got the reverend that looks he's white knuckled kind of sweating we've got jesse who's a little excited but also i mean knows what he's probably about to walk into how how is katrina looking
4: rough rough it's been a long year she's been through so much she's You know, where bags under her eyes didn't exist, now she's got, like, entire carts of luggage underneath here. I mean, she's, you know, her skin is a little bit more tanned, you know, because of being outside on the road so much. But it's kind of worn, you know, from being in the sun with no protection. Mm -hmm. Um, She's, she just, there's just this air of exhaustion. And almost like she's just... Like the light's gone out of her eyes now that she's here. It's rough. And seeing the Reverend after not seeing him, it it breaks her heart a little
5: bit.
1: Yeah, so there are these just small, exchanged glances as you're all stepping out of this wagon. You see the sheriff over at the building, and as he's shaking your guys' hands with not really words, just kind of nodding to each of you, looking into your eyes. He says, I sure wish I didn't have to call you folks out here, but I reckon with your friends before. He kind of falls silent and looks down and he says, Well, to tell you the downright truth, I I think whatever done that to those poor souls is the same thing that done this. And he just kind of nods back towards the open doorway that you haven't been able to quite see past. I hate to tell you, but... You said you wanted to be the first ones to know if we turned up any more leads, and I fully understand if you don't want to look in there, but... And then he kind of turns his attention to just the Reverend, and he says, Reverend, I figure if anything needs the Lord's blessing, it's them. And he just kind of sidesteps away from the doorway to allow you to see inside
2: uh well uh, if it's alright with you all I'd reckon I'd I'd like to go first and I'll um grab a hold of my bible and kind of tuck it close to my chest and walk in and I'll take in the scene um I I under the uh, not the guys cuz I am actually praying under my breath for the 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 souls that have fallen here um but I'd like to kind of scope the room out and see um, if I see any kind of clues or anything in, in that vein.
1: Okay. Um, stepping inside, your your boots kind of thud against the wooden floor with each step. You just take one step, two step, and by that second step, the smell is already just far more than you think your stomach can probably handle. Um,
2: just reach into my pocket and pull out a handkerchief and kind of hold it over my mouth
1: yeah um that third step you have to stop it's just it's too it's too strong and as your eyes scan the room uh you take in the sound of the flies that are buzzing in the heat already and you see the blood spattered up the side of the wall uh, directly across from the door you see Um, the dining table tipped over, and kind of shoved against the wall, sort of obscuring whatever body is behind it that is responsible for the blood spatter all the way up. Uh, You see the second body is over to the left, and they are laying with their back on the floor, chest completely ripped open. Yeah, uh, <laughs> chest completely ripped open, ribcage exposed, um, and they have what looks like a, a bloody knife, almost still just clenched in their hand from their attempt at fighting back. Um, let's see here. Go ahead and make for me a notice roll. Um, I believe your notice is a D4. It is. So you, you're your D4 and your D6. Uh,
2: I got a four on the D6. And okay. A two on the D4.
1: Okay. So without taking many more steps um, into the house, you you see the whole dining room window is shattered. It definitely appears to have been busted in. Something came in from the outside. And you see this table tipped over, shoved up against the wall. You see um, one of the bodies pinned between the table and the wall. And as you kind of tilt your head to peek over as best you can, you see their chest just ripped open, blood spattered up from some sort of severance up their chest and up their neck. I am going to have you make a fear roll for me.
2: Okay. Um, um, what do I need to roll for that?
1: Your fear is going to be your spirit die.
2: Okay. Ooh, I rolled a two and a one.
1: Alright, uh, let's see here. Alright, so... Um, you your adrenaline starts pumping just harder than you you feel your heart beating in your throat you're not really sure if it's the smell or or what it's the smell It's you feel sick and then you realize it's your adrenaline just surging through your body it's almost like your fight-or-flight response is taking over and there's neither of those things need to be done so your body is just kind of sitting there in this overload and you have these flashes of the bodies that you found a year ago and
2: I'm going to push my way back outside. If I have to push through people that are standing in the doorway, I'm gonna do that. Um, okay. And I'm gonna try to make it look like I'm I'm uh, less scared and, and let that adrenaline kind of drive me towards the outside where that window was broken in from. And, and like, I'm going out there to look for clues, but I'm really just trying to get out into the fresh air and, and okay. get that smell out of my nostrils.
1: Yeah, so the Reverend shoves past the two of you, like not, not intentionally shoving or shoulder checking, just kind of throwing arms to get around. Um, he steps off of the porch and begins walking around to the other side of the house. Uh, What are Jesse and Katrina doing?
4: I want to say that Katrina, you know, deliberately is looking away from the house right now once the reverend's in. um, Because she just doesn't even want to acknowledge that she's been brought here and that means whatever killed her best friend a long time ago still hasn't been caught um but knowing once he comes back out that this is so much I mean it's too much to even like turn his stomach that perhaps this might need a little bit more assistance so I look over and like well Jesse do you do you want to go in together and maybe teaming up will make it a little bit less harrowing
3: I reckon that's a good idea. Um let's uh let's let's walk in slowly.
4: Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I like uh I like motion at tipping a hat at the Reverend, even though I don't have a hat on. (laughs) Okay. It's just respect.
2: Yeah. Um, he doesn't seem to notice, he is just chalk white. Sweat is just pouring down his face now. You can see it's running into his beard. His beard is starting to get a little uh, moist uh, with, with the, the dripping of his sweat. Um, and you can also see that it's not, if you pay close attention, it's not just sweat. Just tears are streaming from his eyes and he's trying to clear them up with his handkerchief to see if there's anything out here he can do to be useful.
3: Before we step in, I hand my handkerchief to Katrina so that she can cover her
2: nose.
1: All right. Thank you. Yeah, and as you step in, the smell does hit you and um, you allow yourself to see as much of the scene as you wish that I had described. Um, Wherever you would like to avert your gaze, um, this is the scene that is before you. Uh, You do see the Reverend's head kind of bob as he goes around to the other side of the house. You can see it is just a a one-story home. It's on a little bit of a foundation, Um, so he's not really standing directly at eye level with you. he is a little lower, and uh, Reverend, you are on the other side of this window looking in. Um, Go ahead and make another notice roll for me.
2: I got a six on the six. And a four on the four, actually.
1: Ooh. It's because you said that wouldn't happen.
2: I know, it is. Uh, So that's a nine on the d6.
1: Okay. Um, Looking at this home from the outside, you can see massive, like, almost like claw marks on the outside of this home from something sprinting towards it it's very obvious especially with that that notice check um you also see one claw mark on the side of the home and then the window is just busted inwards something came very very quickly and slammed into this window from the outside to get into this home
3: are there any like um trackings on the inside from
4: go ahead and make a notice check you both can if you'd like Okay, great. Yeah, I was gonna ask if there's, um, if there were like any like footprints or whatever. Okay. Okay. Cool. Ooh, I actually have a D eight for notice. Uh.
3: I got a three. I got a two.
1: <laughs> you Oops. you are you are too distracted by by the blood spatter and you can't really make out any other details besides that. You see, you see the bloody knife still gripped in one of their hands. And actually at this point, the sheriff comes, steps back in behind you, um, holding a handkerchief up to his nose as well. And he says, Jonathan and Roger Burrow, good folks, never, and kind of looks around and sees the reverend on the other side and kind of nods and says, never missed a Sunday at church. Roger was my son's third grade teacher, and John owned that boot shop on the square. He seems to be more talking to himself than anything, and he kind of trails off a little and says, Good folks. And he kind of takes a couple steps back to get away from the smell, kind of suppressing a gag in his handkerchief as he steps back.
4: I would like to follow the sheriff and, like, put a hand on his shoulder and just be like, if you need to talk it out a little bit or just kind of let it go, I mean, I can listen for you if that's what you need, if you need a soft hand.
1: He he nods and his eyes look thankful for a moment. Uh, and then he kind of has this realization that he's supposed to be the one with a brave face, and he kind of stiffens up a little bit and clears his throat. He says, I, I, I do appreciate that. How are you?
4: About as well as anyone can be, you know? It's, uh, Yeah. Yeah, I think that's all I can really say. But, uh, yeah. Uh, y'all have no idea what this might be
1: kind of looks back in at the bodies and you see, you can like, see the gears turning, like he's running through every possibility in his mind and... He just says... "I ain't no, it ain't like no animal I've ever seen. And he just kind of looks at the bodies again and then... He looks over to, uh... Um, another cart that some of the actual officers seem to have rode in on, and you see a little boy sitting on the cart, and he kind of nods over, uh, Chester Shaw is actually the one that found him, I'm I'm more worried about him. He was, uh, you would, you would at least recognize him, he's, he's a year older, but you still recognize him from around town, he is, uh, the son of kind of the local grocery, Mm mm-hmm. Um, And he actually gets paid to deliver for those that want their groceries, but want to pay for them to come to them. Um, So he kind of nods over to Chester and he's like, uh, he was delivering the groceries this morning and saw the blood through the window, came straight to us.
2: Um, looking at the claw marks on the wall and, and leading up to the, w- the, the, window, um, the sheriff had mentioned it doesn't look like any animal he's ever seen, uh, is, does it look like anything I've ever encountered at any point besides that one night a year ago?
1: Um, go ahead and I'll let you make a common knowledge roll. Uh, three on the four, two
2: on the six.
1: Uh, It it kind of reminds you of like a bear, but he's right like these are There's just something different about them. They don't work like claws work on an animal. They're too spread out They're too thin. You're not you're not certain
2: um, After I've collected myself I'll walk back around and join the others
1: Okay. Uh, you walk around and you see um, Sheriff Johnson and Katrina standing outside the house. Jesse, are you still inside?
3: Um, yeah, I'm just sort of trying to take in the whole thing just to see. Wh- I, I want to know if, if he can pinpoint, like, which, which one got it first. Like, okay. Um. Like, would he be able to tell, okay, it came in through the window, that person died first, and then this person was defending themselves, or...
1: Okay, um... I am just gonna have you roll... Um... We'll do a notice. We'll do a notice check for that.
3: Okay. Six on my wild die. So... And then a three, so nine.
1: All right. Um, so you're just sitting here taking in this entire scene, and you just like slowly, almost like Sherlock Holmes style, start putting this scene together in your in your head. and you can see plates of food um, tipped over, fallen off on the floor. they were they were sitting here and they were having dinner together. Um, you see some some candles and some dried wax slammed down on the floor as well. Um, You see they were probably sitting here having dinner. The knife, it doesn't look like a knife you would grab to try to defend yourself. It looks like it was probably just there. Um, Something slammed through the window and uh, one of them was able to grab the knife and kind of back up and the one pinned to the table Definitely got it first. Uh, some sort of just slash, pushing off the table, shoved the table, and then went straight for the one with the knife. There, It doesn't look like... With that roll, you don't even see any signs of blood that doesn't belong to the two of them. Okay. The blood on the knife appears to be the blood of
3: whoever was there. Yeah, yeah. okay. With that roll can I also tell if they left the same way they came in?
1: Um I'll say with the the dirt that was kind of tracked in from sprinting in here um and the the crushing of the glass it appears so. Yes. Okay.
3: Okay. So I'm going to I'm going to walk out and uh sort of give both the Reverend and the Sheriff and Katrina Sort of the gloss over of what I just sort of was able to make out just from looking around without touching anything.
2: That was my observation too. Uh, Looks like they uh, came at the window real fast. Uh, Didn't need a lot of support to get through it. And um, there's some claw marks on the outside of the house as well. It's, It's definitely the same thing. he'll look at Katrina with sort of a knowing moment.
4: Yeah, I'm sorry that this is coming back again and rearing its ugly head again. But I guess, like, we gotta solve this, at least... To preserve the memories of the folks that we've lost.
2: I can't let this happen again. No. Last time I, I, I hid, hid behind this and Pat's his Bible. and I hid behind my good intentions and more innocent people have died.
4: Y'all don't want to know what I've been through. I mean, what I've been up to, so I'll keep my pretty little mouth shut. But... <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad that you've found something productive for comfort though I mean you deserve it
2: it used to comfort it's just a distraction I'm gonna uh, tell the sheriff um, when they've been collected bring them by and I'll prepare them
1: he nods, and, um, he does say to all of you, uh, he, he's averting his gaze from, from most of your eyes, and from the home itself, uh, but he does say, looks like they were killed in the night, and I, I know you have a, a bit of a personal connection with this, considering, so, if you wanted to stay the night here tonight, once these bodies are taken care of, of course, maybe there is a chance we can catch the thing that's been doing this person, or animal, or otherwise. Reverend, I know you can handle your own, and I'd be mighty thankful if you kept these two safe. Jesse, I, I would put you in charge of this stakeout, and in, in charge of the safety of Miss Katrina, uh, assuming she would stay. figure the deputy and I'll head out towards, well, towards the woods. We keep an eye out there. Hope one of us could catch something, or even a glimpse. I suspect you brought your weapons, like I asked you?
2: He'll, uh, reach into the cart and pull out a chest, set it down, and open it, takes him a minute and he'll pull out his gun belt, which is coated in dust I'm sure. Um but uh he'll he'll take it out and put on the two Colt peacemakers and the uh the ammunition um uh, as well for it.
4: Yeah Katrina's packing heat under her duster which <laughs> she would not have done before she skipped down, but here we are. So just yeah. attacker. We are.
3: Jesse already came prepared. He has a, a bowie knife sort of strapped to his side. On the other side is his his peacemaker. Um, and then uh, he also has his, uh, his shotgun in the thong on his back there.
4: Uh, Sheriff, I have one question for you. Sure. Is this the first time you've seen a, an attack like this since the last time? Yeah, yeah, I, I would... I, I've never seen anything like this besides then. So how do you know this thing would come back here again tonight? I I really don't. I just know it's all we really have to go off of.
1: That's true. That's fair. Yeah. The, the deputy and I will go to the woods with a few others and, and scout there around where we found them before. Unfortunately, I think that's all we can do.
3: is there anything uh thinking back to a year and just last night that would be like a coincidence between anything like uh the time of year uh the t- the season something like that 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 uh, Jesse is sort of like contemplating right now
1: okay um just go ahead and roll um we'll do smarts do your smarts die okay
3: Uh, five.
1: Okay. Um, it's, you're kind of running through the calendar in your head. Like, it's not the exact day. It's not, it hasn't been exactly a year. I mean, it's off by maybe a month, probably. Um, okay. there don't seem to be any specific holidays close by. Um, you're, you're really unsure. It's, it's summer. Okay. Um not really many leads there okay
2: um can i walk back around to where the creature both jumped in and out of the window sure and i just want to see if i can pick up a trail of it going back a certain direction maybe something to give the, the sheriff a jump off point
1: okay Uh let's see
2: i'm trained in tracking at that yeah i was gonna say
1: one of you have tracking let's go ahead and do that
2: uh four on the d6
1: Okay, um, you can see the the heavy, heavy scratch marks from the thing sprinting towards the home, but, um, you don't see any marks showing that it left.
2: So it went back out the window and then just it vanished after that. You don't see any
1: tracks, as if it jumped out the window.
2: Oh okay.
4: Ooh. Oh. I actually am very suddenly very concerned for my girls that are in the town over. <laughs> just because we don't know where this thing is gonna show up next, and is there a way that I could like get a message to them to like hide out and lay low?
1: Uh, sure. Um, you could you could give that message to the sheriff, and he can have a rider head out in that direction. He could even watch over them if...
4: Maybe not the sheriff, if... Not the Maybe... sheriff, but
1: he, he could send someone. Okay. Uh,
4: yeah, they... Mm, mm-hmm. mm, okay, yeah. Me, mm-hmm, okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. At least yeah. deliver
1: a message of some sort.
4: Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he will send someone off to do that. That would be so great. Thank you so much. I just... I don't know what would happen if something happened to my girls. We've been, look, we've always had for the past year. So not a problem at all.
2: Sheriff, you're going to be hard pressed to try to find this thing. I can see where it came in. I can see where it went through the window, but I don't see where it left. And something that uncaring about tracks and what they, you know, what tracks they leave behind. I, I don't understand why all of a sudden it cared about the escape when it didn't care about the attack initially.
1: He kind of thinks for a moment and... You see a couple people waiting and they kind of clear their throats and he kind of looks and nods to them and they begin going in to start cleaning up. And, um, begin removing the bodies. Uh, you see a cart actually be brought a little bit closer to the house, and within a few minutes, they begin wrapping the bodies in sheets and carrying them out. Um,
2: As they do that, I start praying over them, and, um, just kind of saying the last rites as they pass by. My least favorite part of my job. Necessary.
1: That being said, um, the bodies would be cleaned up, taken away. Is there any other initial investigation or conversations you'd like to have before this scene closes?
2: Um, I will take out my canteen and take a sip of the water and offer it if anybody needs a sip of water based off what we just saw and the nausea and everything.
3: the the groceries, the grocery board, he just found them. He didn't go in in any way in any way, shape or form.
1: Um, correct. The, the sheriff um, the door was locked for the night uh, okay. from the inside when the sheriff arrived this morning. Okay.
4: I had the wrong thing unmuted. Sorry. Um, so, so he was just dropping off groceries, saw the bodies from inside, and that's when he went to report to the sheriff. Correct. Okay, cool. I just wanted to make sure I got that line of thinking. Okay. Huh. And, and we don't know anything about like any last sign of anyone being in there?
5: Um,
4: overnight. No, there's there's no sign of like a visitor over for
1: dinner. Like even looking at the the table settings, there were two plates. There weren't any signs of any extra guests.
3: Interesting. Any there are there any buildings nearby this house, or is it sort of on its own? In uh, the-
1: this one's pretty on its own. Okay. Um, not too far from town, but. Solitary enough.
3: Solitary enough that nobody else could hear what was going on? Correct. Okay.
2: Um, Looking at the boy, does he look to be like in shock? Does he look to be injured? Anything like that?
1: Looking over at him, he looks physically fine. He's still pale, and um, he's sitting there with uh, this canteen in his hand, and um, he just looks really shaken.
2: I'll walk over to him and uh, I'll reach in my bag as I do and pull out my handcuffs and sit down next to him and say, you gonna play around with these while we have a chat for a minute, young man?
1: Uh, he, he kind of looks at him and doesn't say anything, but he grabs them from you and starts kind of clicking them.
2: I understand you uh, saw something pretty bad in there, huh?
1: He's just chewing his lip and looking down at the handcuffs.
2: I, uh, I always find it hard to find the right words to say when you see something like that, and uh, I'm sorry that you had to. And I know it's not going to be easy to talk about it, but when you're ready, if you want to come and talk to me or to the sheriff or anybody, if you saw anything we're around, you don't have to carry that load by yourself. Why don't you uh why don't you hold on to those for a little while come find me when you're ready to talk you can bring them back then and we can have a word and maybe a, a bite to eat or something i think i got some good crumble uh cake back at the, the chapel if you'd like
1: his his eyes brighten a little bit at the word cake and uh he just kind of looks up at you for a second like he's gonna talk and then he looks back down
2: i understand all time all things when you're ready okay i'm here so is the sheriff and mr jesse over there he's willing to listen and so is miss katrina both of them are good folks as well and you can share your story with any one of us and you won't be in any kind of trouble for doing it just want you to know that but if you need to talk you know where to find me
5: uh, his
1: his mother is standing behind him, kind of rubbing his back a little bit. And she she has, um, she's no longer crying, but she's got kind of dirt stains from just her own tears falling from her eyes. And she just kind of looks at you and nods, thankfully. And then she looks to um, Chester and, and she kind of motions like, are you ready to leave? And he just nods and he kind of holds the handcuffs to his chest as he stands up and they begin heading for their own wagon um he does stop about halfway there like just before you're gonna turn and uh, head away and he just looks to you and he says the eyes in the trees were watching me
2: eyes on the trees do you up to showing me what you're talking about just so i can take a look at these eyes with for you
1: uh, with that he seems to close off a little bit mostly out of fear but his eyes kind of look over to the little grove of trees beside the house he kind of looks into those and then kind of curls back in to himself and kind of hugs his mother's leg
2: i understand you've done enough Regardless of what they tell you, you're a hero. I'll see to it you get some cake. Even if you don't come by and see me, I'll bring some to you.
1: His, his mother smiles again and, with more of a worried expression now, kind of glances over towards the woods and then continues walking her son towards the wagon. Um, for that speech, you... You get an extra Benny.
3: Aww, Benny.
1: <laughs> for cake, no. <laughs>
3: cake for always get a
1: Benny. Yeah. Um, the Reverend comes over and, or not the Reverend, I'm sorry, the Sheriff comes over and looks to all of you. He seems to be gearing up to head towards um, the woods from the year before and. He and a few people behind him are getting ready to saddle up, and he just puts his hand on your shoulder, Jesse, and just kind of looks into your eyes for a moment. He says, you'll all be in my prayers tonight, and hopefully I'll see you in my office tomorrow morning with some answers.
3: I'll try to make that true. Yeah, I'll make that true. Be safe out there, Sheriff. Sheriff
2: and your men and mine as well.
1: He gives you all a nod, tips his hat, and, uh, mounts his horse, and within only a few minutes, this scene of dozens of people reduced down to just the three of you. Um, the bodies have been hauled away, uh, the mess is still left inside the home. Um... You've been left with either the horses you'd brought into town or the horses you rode in on. And uh,
3: what would you like to do?
2: I want to go take a look at those woods that he eyeballed. Okay.
3: I would, I would second that. Jesse would think that's a good idea before sundown to get over to the woods and see if there's anything we can figure out.
4: I was going to continue to search around inside because I did not roll very well and I would like to search more. (laughs) Sure, sure. Um,
1: All right, so um, Katrina heads back into the home and Jesse and the Reverend kind of stroll over to the woods using the safety of sunlight um,
4: to search around there. I'll have all of you make notice rolls for me. Okay, and just to check, I also roll a wild die. Is that always a d6? Yes. Okay. Yeah, the wild die is always your d6. Oh shit. Okay. Uh, I rolled a six on my D eight for notice and then just a one on the wild eyes. So. Okay. Yeah. So we'll take that six and that okay. is a success.
3: Both of mine aced, but I have a negative two. Does that still count? Do I still roll again?
1: Um, I will say you have your negative two for hearing. Um, since this is more of like a sight based thing. Oh, Okay. Yeah. I'll just say, don't include that negative two. That's fine.
5: Okay.
2: Um, is investigation and notice the same thing?
1: Um, um investigation, if, I, if you would like to, okay, so notice is more of like a perception thing, like just looking around. If you would like to get hands in and like move stuff around and actually like physically be investigating the area, you can do that as well. But those yeah, would be two I'll, different things.
2: Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll do that. I'm gonna try and, and I'm gonna use the, the, uh, barrel of my, uh, peacemaker okay, and use it to try to like poke around uh, around the the bottoms of the trees and like in the grass and just trying to see if there's any kind of tracks from this creature any more claw marks in this direction anything like that all I right that n- sounds
3: good nine on my notice
2: then i got a five and a two
3: okay success is
1: all around um so inside of the home is there anything specific you were hoping to find or any
4: specific answers I guess for me is I I'm interested to see if there's like a chimney or some other alternate way of entry okay. that um maybe not have not, ha- you know what I'm trying to say it wasn't immediately obvious so. right
1: um all right so more investigating the house rather than the crime scene right yeah okay um yeah you know, looking around you see you see a little like cooking stove with sort of a like a chimney like vent out of that but. Other than that, there's no fireplace in this home. Um, you see other windows. Uh, mm-hmm. These windows here were like a double set. Okay. Um, all of the other ones still appear. A couple of them are open, just to let just to air it out a little bit. But right. they're intact. Um, there don't seem to be any more double windows in the house. Um, the door doesn't look. Besides, um, with the investigation today, doesn't look, uh, like the crime scene affected it, necessarily. Right. Um, it doesn't appear there was any other way out of the home. Huh. All right. <laughs> Great. Um, Good info. <laughs> <laughs> As for investigating the woods, um, Looking around, this is like a a small grove of trees that kind of widens as it continues on. And um, knowing the area, the the edge of the woods where you had investigated a year previously is far on the other side of this grove of trees. And um, there's actually a road between that separating... a a very large area of woods. Um, And this is just the beginning of it on this side. But it's miles and miles of trees. Um, As for looking for any sort of marks or anything like that, there are definitely more, um, like, broken... broken branches. Uh, You see... With those rolls, I'll say you even see in the path that this thing seemingly took to get to the home, you see certain branches just completely snapped from either the speed or the weight of this thing as it was sprinting in this direction. You see a couple claw marks on trees as if using them to push past. Um, You see other marks that don't really look like claws. Uh, Go ahead and do any of you have... um, Actually, we'll do we'll do smarts. The two of you looking at the trees. Go ahead and make a smarts roll.
2: Ooh, six on my wild. Ten.
3: Nice. Uh. Fives on both.
1: Okay. Um. So both of you looking at these trees. You see. I mean, you're no strangers. To the woods necessarily you you know what it looks like when deer rub their antlers on trees um, you see a lot of that and you see a lot of that a lot
2: higher than it should be
3: I was just about to ask that like how high are they
2: <laughs> is it okay. possible to try to kind of create a not necessarily a template for the creature but is there a way to or whatever it was? Is there animal, whatever? Is there a way to try to maybe figure out how big this creature or this thing could have been based off of the damage that it put through?
1: Um, the, the claw marks appear to be all over. There, it's not like a certain height or anything where the claws are placed. You've seen them scratch against the ground, scratch against certain parts of the trees. The antler marks that you're seeing, they appear appear to be a good few feet higher than these claw marks. We're looking at maybe nine, ten feet.
2: Did the sheriff or the boy, in any occurrence, I don't remember, uh, did he ask or did he say what time he came and brought the groceries?
1: Uh, He did not. Um, The sheriff mentioned he came by early this morning.
2: Okay. Okay. I think we need to find out when he showed up. To bring those groceries. It could give us. uh, Whether or not this creature is out after. The sun comes up or if it only comes out at night.
3: Well if they were eating dinner.
2: The boy Mm -hmm. said that he saw eyes in these trees when he delivered the groceries this morning. Um, I don't know what time that was but it might tell us something. Yeah.
3: So if they're eating dinner, say six, seven o'clock at night, get attacked, this beast jumps in, disappears, but the boy sees the eyes in, in the woods when he comes by. I say we, we keep our eyes towards these woods tonight, just in case.
2: Yeah, I believe this is where we're going to want to put our attention. I think what we can do since the house is already a wreck, uh, use whatever salvageable material we can find to barricade and give us one entry point in and out that we can watch. It'll be easier to maintain a defensive position that way. Perhaps whatever window or door leads to these woods would be best.
3: Yep.
1: In that case, um, the the windows that were slammed through that would be directly facing these woods.
2: Okay. So I will go back in and um start trying to pull the table away from the wall and try to barricade the door and and basically barricade any other entrance or exit points aside from that one window that we can sit and watch through okay um be best to also if we keep the light at our backs keep uh keep us from being blinded by the darkness ahead of us so when it gets dark
4: Is there a journal anywhere in here that maybe, like, the the parent or the kid was keeping that maybe, you know, maybe they noticed the eyes, too?
1: Um, do you have an investigation skill?
4: I have. Notice.
1: (laughs) Uh, this would be more of kind of searching around... Um, so you can, you can roll for it if you'd like. You do your, your, um, it'll be your D4 minus two for it being unskilled. If you want to actually, like, like, loot this bedroom to look for some sort of a journal.
4: Okay, well, actually, here, I'm gonna make a case. I have thieving. Okay. So, could I use my thieving skills to be able to search around and be like... do that i will say yes absolutely yeah cool dope all right so then i'm gonna roll the d8 instead (laughs) (laughs) okay sweet that is a um a six on the d8 and that's gonna be a four on the d6
1: okay um so looking around this bedroom uh you will be able to find like a a very just basic leather-bound journal. Um, flipping through it, we'll say you're doing this kind of while the reverend's moving the tables around mm-hmm. and getting things boarded up. Um, while flipping through this, you um, you don't find anything like they were scared of the woods or suspicious of the woods or, or any eyes in the trees or anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. There doesn't seem to be anything off at all in this journal. You, um, from a while ago, see... Uh, like wedding planning basically in it like they were they were planning their wedding from a a few years back they seem to not use it often it seems to be more for notes um but the last entry seems to be like a scribbled down like grocery list from weeks ago
4: huh hmm okay all right good to know thank you Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, But I do let folks know, like, hey, this is what I found in the journal. There was supposedly wedding planning going on, but it stops, like, abruptly, and then it just becomes, like, a note-keeping.
1: We mentioned um, talking to Chester again. Um, That would involve a trip back to town, uh, unless you were wanting to do it in the morning are we are we kind of here for the night or um
2: yeah i don't want to leave the property just yet in case something does come back but um as soon as um you know we get set up and everything like that then you know maybe tomorrow morning we could run back into town and ask if we don't get any kind of clues tonight or anything like that but i definitely keep an eye on the homestead first because that's what the sheriff asked
3: yeah it sounds good to me
5: all right
1: um in that case let me know everything you would like to do, uh, either together or just personally to prepare for this stakeout. We have um, all of the other entrances kind of boarded, boarded up and blocked except for this one window. Uh, are there any other, um, you mentioned light sources behind you. Are, you. are you having, like? do you have like your lanterns?
2: Yeah, that's why I was going to look around and see if there was any sort of light sources in the house that we could put sort of sort of in a semicircle around us in that one sitting room uh, behind us. So it kind of backlights us, but so it doesn't block or obscure our vision of the the darkness outside.
1: Yeah, you'd find a, a few lanterns or some candles, plenty of light sources in this home. So easy enough.
4: I also have 20 yards of rope. Could I set like a rope trap of some sort? Like one of those that like, you know, you step in the trap and it dang, like it shoots up and dangles you by your ankle. Like very comedic. Snare (laughs) trap.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah, like a snare.
4: Yeah, um, that's the word.
3: I would probably have knowledge of making those from from my my time out in the wilderness, like with my, my friends and stuff. I could definitely help you out with that and sort of get it going.
4: Yeah, where would you like to place it? I can just give the rope to you if you want to do it.
3: Yeah, um, I think I would like to place it, I would like to go back to the edge of the woods where we saw sort of the trail of it coming out of Mm -hmm. and place it somewhere around in there so that if we hear it, we could then go and investigate a little bit more. Um, I don't know if 20 judging by the size of the marks and Things like that. It's going to be a pretty big animal. I don't know. I would have to figure out like the best way to snare it uh, at this point.
4: Yeah, I mostly use this rope for other purposes.
3: I have no clue what that means. <laughs> Jesse is so pure; he does not know what
2: that means. The Reverend knows, but it's been a mighty long time since. I've been- <laughs> um. Also, is there any sort of, is there a well, a water supply of any sort, natural or uh, otherwise? Uh, there is box? a
1: small well on the property, yeah.
2: Are there any extra containers in the house that could be used to gather some
4: water? Mm, sure! Like a cooking pot or something?
2: Pitcher. Um, yeah, there'd be
4: um, a couple water
1: pails, probably, some cooking pots. Wash basin. Okay.
2: I am going to gather some water while he's setting up, uh, Jesse's setting up that snare, uh, as well, and I would like to take some time and bless the water. Okay. Just in case. Sure. Is there anything I need to roll for that, or? Uh, no. Okay, cool. I'll say
1: you're taking the time, it's not a... Yeah. Yeah, it's not a quick thing. As for the trap setting, um, I will have you make, um... I believe you have a survival skill of some
5: sort. Yeah, I will
1: have you make that check. Okay.
3: Four on my D four. Another four
2: Let's go. Hell yeah. Get a third one.
3: Uh no, a three. So uh eight eleven.
1: Okay. All right. So the trap is set. You feel pretty good about it. Um, are there any other preparations?
0: Hmm.
3: I am going to make sure all my uh, guns are loaded and ready. Yeah, I'll Realizing-
4: do Realizing. I made this character for more interpersonal things than actually combat, so we love that.
3: That's <laughs>
1: got a wide variety of characters. It's all going to be great.
2: <laughs> that, that can be just as useful in, in time, so yeah. um, uh, I would like to um, do, uh, as Jesse does, that kind of sparks the, the gunslinger memory in me, and I'm going to sit down. I haven't taken these apart in a while, so I'm going to take them apart, clean them, make sure they're not malfunctioning, that kind of thing, too. Perfect.
3: I probably um, lend him my gun oil and stuff, because I am so meticulous about my stuff that I am like, I did this morning, here you go. Take some time. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Um, Alright, so as you're sitting here, finishing up, um, cleaning up your guns, loading your guns, kind of just sitting and waiting with that just not in your stomach, um the sun begins to disappear behind the trees it gets darker the lanterns are lit the candles are lit the whole this whole sitting area glows with this just orange glow from the firelight behind you as you are you sitting or standing as you're looking out this window
3: I'm going to I was going to take a chair and sit sort of by the window not like So, if they're looking in, I would be looking sort of across.
2: Um, is there any, uh, mirrors?
1: Uh, yeah, there would, there would be like a little more of like, um, probably about this big leaning in the bathroom.
2: Okay. Um, I will take the butt of my gun and just kind of shatter the mirror and then just take a piece of it. And, uh, just so I can stand on the other side of the, the window where he's not and just kind of hold the mirror up and and
4: watching okay. it. Okay, gotcha. Um, I was going to be standing kind of like catty-quarter to the window, okay. so, like, leaned back, like, you know, foot propped against the wall kind of thing, um, but where I could look out of the window, but not- it would be harder to spot me coming- does that make sense?
1: Yes, yes.
2: Okay, cool.
1: Alright, so none of you are being seen if something were to look into this window.
2: Right. I'm definitely trying to hide for sure, Gotcha. But still keep an eye out
1: as well. Okay, um, I'm gonna have everybody make a, uh, stealth check.
4: Oh, I love that for me. I don't love that for me. <laughs> Hold
2: on. Three on 1d6, six on the, uh, not wild die.
1: Okay. So your six would...
2: That one still explodes?
1: Is it
2: a d6? Uh, yes, two of them. Then available.
1: yeah, that one will explode, you can add to that
2: one. Offsets that's a seven. And a three. I got two explosions
3: so far on my d4! Uh, nine. Nice.
4: Yeah, I got a two on my d4, but a four on my wild eye, so... Four on your wild die. Are mm-hmm. you unskilled in stealth? Um, I have a four in it. Okay, gotcha.
5: So, yeah. So I mean, okay. I have a D4 in
1: it. I have a D4. Okay,
4: in gotcha. That.
1: Gotcha. So, um, that is a pass for everyone. As you all stand here with the sun going down, quieting your breathing and just waiting, you can hear your heartbeats in your ears as the unknown just begins making your imagination just go wild with what this could be, what you might see. Um, I'll have all of you make a notice check.
2: Oh shit, okay. (laughs) I made a four. Got a seven.
4: I got a five. Okay. Nine. Yeah, I got a five on my notice eye, but my wild eye was a one, so that's okay. As
1: long as they're both not ones, then we're good.
4: Okay, cool. Um
1: Alright, so as you as you sit and and listen and glance out the window, um it's not long before you start hearing the sound of twigs cracking and, and branches straining and creaking in various parts of the woods. You're unable to see anything yet, but you you hear the sound of something sprinting through the woods. It doesn't seem to be getting closer, but you hear something running, and then it runs in the other direction. You hear you hear the slashing of claws against tree bark. You hear the grinding of antlers against trees.
2: Um, is, is it running? You said the sounds going away from us, or it doesn't it seem it? to be.
1: It doesn't seem to be doing either. It's not moving away, and it's not coming closer. But it is back and forth, back and forth.
4: Sorry, I figured out what this is. Amber <laughs> knows, but <laughs> but Katrina doesn't. Oh shit, this is bad. Oh no, this is bad.
2: Maybe try to lure it here. Judging
3: by the sounds of going out there, I would probably say I, we're safer in
2: here.
4: Yeah, <laughs> we're safer in here. <laughs> I'm trying not to metagame, but it, yeah. The-
2: is there um? Is there any uh like? Is there like an ice box or some sort of cooler type situation? Is there anything like that where they've got to keep like cold storage items? Oh.
5: Um,
1: there would, there would be one, but it would be like right out on the porch. Oh.
2: Well, when they cleaned up, did they leave back any traces of the blood, anything like that on one of the pieces of wood?
1: Um, yeah, the the they didn't do so much cleaning up as they did just picking up the bodies and any did pieces.
2: Body removal.
1: Yeah, pieces left behind. Uh, they didn't clean the wood or anything. The blood stains are very much still there.
2: Um, I want to try and take the shovel that I have and pry one of those floorboards up that's got the blood on it. Okay and um, i'm going to try and throw it out the window into those woods to try to maybe see if it can pick up that scent or anything like that.
1: Okay, um go ahead and make uh we'll do we'll do a strength. All right. Well, are you kind of aiming for a certain spot or are you just trying to chuck it like as far as you can from the house?
2: I want it to be sort of within viewing distance, but not like right on top of us. Like, okay, wanna... i'll say
1: i'll say make an agility check. Okay. So it's less about trying to get it farther and...
2: Pretty good at those. Oops. Uh, that is an 8 on the D8 and a 5 on my D6. Okay. Uh, so a 9.
1: All right. Um, yeah, so you, you pry this up without much issue. It takes you a couple tries. Uh, chuck it into the woods. You hear the piece of wood clatter down. And as that piece of wood slams into um, the woods around you the sprinting footsteps stop and the woods fall silent.
2: I just ready my pistols just in case and I sit back.
1: And that's when you begin to hear slower footsteps crunching closer 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 you hear the sound of one of the antlers scrape against the side of a tree as you watch these long legs step down followed by these long thin arms with claws that kind of slam down into the ground as it's coming closer to inspect this piece of wood you see like a skeletal almost like deer-like Skull with antlers coming up off of it, scraping into the trees. I need all three of you to make a fear check. Which is going to be your spirit die.
2: Okay. <laughs> a six
4: and a two. Where's my D8? There it is.
3: Eight. Uh, four and a three. Sorry. Four on my wild die.
4: Okay. I, can, okay, so I passed this. I, I got a two on my spirit die, but a five on my wild die. I, cu- I get, I have guts. Um, I could reroll that, but I'm- Your five is a success, so you don't
1: have to reroll if- Okay. Yeah.
4: Okay, cool, um, I'm not gonna
1: <laughs> What was yours, Jesse?
3: Uh, I had a four on my wild die. Okay, so... that's a
1: success. Reverend?
2: Uh, Eight total. Eight.
1: All right. So all of you feel this almost, almost humidity kind of sweep through, but it's not humidity. It's fear trying to just grip the inside of your soul. And as it pushes through, all of you are able to kind of swallow it down and not be immediately affected by this thing. But you see it's hunched over and it's looking at this wood and it kind of moves its head down and you hear this <sighs> as if it's kind of sniffing this thing. It's got it's got fur and long claws and just a skeletal head long. And as it looks up, it's completely empty eyes look towards this house and it's looking in and it, it seems to only be able to see the flickering of the light on the inside, and it takes a step closer, and another step closer. Um, What are you doing? Do we want to kill this thing?
3: I think we do. I sure
2: don't want to take it closer. You pretty good on that rifle. (laughs) No,
4: I take my Colt Dragoon and I, I like cock it and like get it ready. I'm like,
5: let's go.
2: Seeing this gun suddenly materialize in Katrina's hands, the Reverend takes a step and kind of gives her kind of a side glare knowing glance. And then just a nod of resolution.
3: Jesse wants to, looking at the anatomy of this animal that we don't know what it is, does jesse know where he would shoot it
1: uh make hmm make a survival check
3: oh no (laughs) double ones
1: double ones you have no fucking idea You're looking at this thing and this doesn't make sense. This creature doesn't make sense.
2: No discernible Anatomy. It doesn't even have eyes.
1: (laughs) Um, And as this thing is stalking closer to you, uh, you begin to hear a sound.
2: Um, Does it sound like it's coming from the creature or does it sound like it's just coming from everywhere around us?
1: It seems to be emitting from this creature somehow
2: try to counteract it under my breath. I start muttering the Lord's Prayer over and over and over. Okay.
5: And
3: over. I'm going right. to join in because I don't know what's going on, but if he's praying, I would know the words, and I'm going to pray with him.
1: All
5: right.
4: Give, given Almost. that my best friend was the Reverend's daughter, I'm also muttering the Lord's Prayer.
2: And I'm slowly raising my six shooters, and then I'm just going to start unloading.
1: Oh, right. (laughs) Okay. Um, let's go ahead. And I'm, it does not know you're there. So I'm going to let all of you guys have just a free action here before we deal any action cards. So Reverend, you are just firing up. What What are the other two doing?
4: I fully have like shivers down my spine because of like the noise and the
2: headphones. I'm like, oh no. I've got people bumps. They went straight <laughs> past goosebumps. I'm not a goose, I'm a people, so I have people bumps. Um I think
3: I'm gonna start with my cult and I'm just gonna I'm gonna join the Reverend while saying prayers and shooting with my cult.
4: Uh I don't want to get caught in any crossfire or potentially hurt anybody here so i'm going to withhold my fire for right now okay you're just still just praying yeah i'm just praying i'm I, just praying
1: i imagine and tell me if i'm wrong you're you started whispering these prayers and then mm-hmm. as you started firing them off the, the praying's getting louder and louder to try to hear yourselves over the sound of your own gunfire um, and over the
2: sound of this drowning, this this noise that is coming off yeah. the creature. Like, I'm trying to drown that out.
1: Like, it, it it seems to be coming from it, but also it's being, like, placed in your heads, and there's just this unsettling. You just turn and show yourselves and just start firing. Uh, the two of you shooting, I'm just going to have you roll uh, a shooting roll
2: for me.
3: So that's our shooting plus the wild die?
2: Correct. Take the higher eight on my d8 it was, it was an 11 i had a one on the wild though.
3: i had uh, on my shooting die i had a six and it, it exploded for another four so i got a 10
1: okay so as this thing is stalking in your direction you hear the sound filling your ears and as you turn and show yourselves and just immediately start firing you see the bullets just pooch. Impacting into this thing, uh, you see it slamming into its chest, and it's it's taking the bullets. It's slamming into him, uh, and then you see its head kind of look up, cock, and as it sees you, um, the the sounds get louder and louder and louder, and then it turns around and sprints in the other direction, and the, the other sound, direction. the other direction, and the sound fades.
2: I quickly empty the the, the what the, the used shells and start reloading.
3: I'm going to do the same with my uh, my peacemaker. All
1: right, reload. You hear the shells clatter against the wood floor of the house.
4: Um, now that I've seen this thing, is this something that I would have seen like out in? or heard of heard whispers of out in my travels through the west.
1: Definitely wouldn't have seen but make a common knowledge roll. Or no. Um I'll let you do common knowledge. I don't think any of you have a cult, but if you have a cult, I'll let you roll that as well.
2: No, I have I... knowledge religion?
4: It wouldn't wouldn't really be religion. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll do common knowledge. Okay. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. So I, oh, I get to roll that four again. Um, okay. Dope. So, um, I rolled a four on my common knowledge D4 and then that exploded to three. So seven exploded to seven. Um, and then a four on my wild eye.
1: Okay. You have heard of legends out North, uh, of some sort of creature that survives by eating the hearts of other people and as you're thinking this your whole you you just go cold for a moment as you're why would you have put that together before you know like the hearts were was ripped out of your best friend and it's not occurring to you that this legend might be true until now seeing this thing in front of you you might know what this is but you've heard a lot of legends and lore and who knows what's true and what's made up to scare you but the name's the same you're pretty sure this thing is a wendigo
5: yep
2: Re- reverend not knowing any of that looks out and says revelation is upon us demons walk the earth
4: This thing isn't supposed to be this far south. This is supposed to stay up near Canada. Uh, Brevin, I got bad news. This this is bad. This is this is the worst kind of news we could have possibly gotten. Uh, this thing is called a Wendigo.
2: Uh, uh who's it? Can- what now? It's
4: it's a cannibalist spirit. Uh, it's meant to overtake the bodies of men. Make them. Do unspeakable horrors. We gotta take this thing out and quick, because if there's one Wendigo, there's gotta be others.
2: Uh, I, I know next to nothing about a, a Wendigo. Is that what you said? Wendigo. Uh, do they do they hunt in packs? Uh, do they eat children? Like, do they have any weaknesses? Obviously, bullets don't work. I, I need something to kill this thing with
4: i i just i just know that they eat they they eat the hearts of others and they can inspire others they possess others to cannibalize
2: we should go find the sheriff and his men right now
4: yeah if there's one around here they're they're i mean that's bad news they could be infecting people in the town or or possessing people in the town
2: uh canteens quick give me your canteens (sighs) yeah yeah and i'm mine. Gonna dump all the canteens out and fill them up with the water that i blessed earlier okay okay and i hand each of you one i don't know if this will help uh, it's holy water i don't know if that means anything to you people but let's go let's go let's go and i'll start running outside to jump on uh on whatever horse i rode in on
4: uh can i dump uh, like put some of my bullets in the holy water just to see if i can like get those blessed sure. a little bit too okay
2: yeah. sure do that stop see that Yeah, let's do that. (laughs) (laughs) Start dumping all my bullets into what's left of the holy water I wasn't able to use and start shaking it around. Mm -hmm. I'm willing to try anything for this Wendigo or whatever. Let's let's do what we need to do.
1: Yeah. All right. So you you soak your bullets in some holy water, reload your guns, pack up and you head out to your horses, hop on. You you start. Here's my question. Are you taking the road and going all the way around or are you riding through these woods?
2: Uh, no, we need to, we need to take the road, yeah, we need
3: to keep. Yeah, going. I would think we'd take the Fuck road now. as well. Uh, <laughs> Alright. I'm not going towards, I, I, judging from what I just saw, Jesse is right. like, we are not going
2: that way. <laughs> we that, are not going that way. That <laughs> creature is beyond us.
1: Alright, so you take off, um, heading down the road as fast as you can. The horses are, are huffing, um, you hear, you hear the hooves slamming into the dirt as you're going by. Um it takes it takes a good few minutes the horses are exhausted as you make it around um, and start heading up the street or heading up the road towards pretty close to the location where you had all met up a year ago and you kind of have these these just horrible flashes in in your mind when you blink of the scene that you pulled up on before and the people that you found dead here and as you continue riding, uh, you see um, Coming up pretty quickly, as, as you, you've gained speed getting closer to the area, you see something laying across the road, unmoving. Oh,
2: I'll pull the reins of my horse.
1: Yeah, pull back, the horse skids. Dust kind of I, flies up.
3: I hold up to uh, when he, I see him
2: pull up. I'll uh, hop off my horse quick drama to six shooters and approach cautiously um, I, I do have i do have danger sense as an edge as well um okay. i don't know how that plays into anything okay. but i do have that so
3: i uh, i take out my colt and at least lay cover on him
1: are you still on your horse
3: yeah i'm on okay. my horse but as he hops off and pulls out his guns i pull out my gun to cover him as he's Perfect. walking toward it
4: same absolutely okay. same. Alright,
1: the horses are are huffing and and breathing heavily and kind of shaking their heads as you're you're standing there. Uh, Reverend, you begin walking closer. Um, It doesn't take you long to to see what is laying in the road. And you see um, a horse laying down, um, chest ripped open, uh, blood spattered out onto the dirt. Um, this, this is the deputy's horse. And...
2: Looking around, any sign of the deputy's body or anything?
1: As you're looking around, you see the the blood, like, spatter that came from the horse. You see it streaked out in a different direction. Um, and not far from here, you see the deputy who had tried to crawl away from this scene. Uh, one leg ripped off, nowhere in sight. You see him flipped over, chest sprawled open, eyes wide in terror.
2: Keep your eyes peeled, the deputy's dead, and so is this horse. And I'm gonna um, holster one of my guns, but not both of them. Um, and with my dominant, oh, actually I'm ambidextrous. So uh, with my right hand though, I'm gonna start kind of patting over the body, see if there's any anything left. Was the, did the creature take anything off him besides the body parts? Um, is there anything of use that we could potentially use going forward, uh, that the deputy may, may maybe have left behind?
1: Um, searching his body, you don't, there's nothing that seems out of place on him that you wouldn't find on a deputy. Um, his gun is, is still there as well. Not even drawn. Um,
2: I'll take that and uh, kind of, uh, pocket it and just in case for later and any extra ammunition he's got as well.
1: Sure. Um, Other than that, he seemed to have some sort of uh, whistle clutched in his hand uh, with blood all over it.
2: And I'll take that as well, and I'll take my handkerchief out and kind of like wrap it up. That seems to be uh, probably more of a a personal item that we recognize by the sheriff if we run into him. Uh, Speaking of, is there any, is the sheriff visible anywhere, anybody else besides just this one deputy and his horse?
1: Make a notice check.
2: That was caught uh four on the d4 one on the d6 six for uh, a total of six
1: okay um as you're as you're looking around you're in very 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 dark atmosphere right now you didn't i mean you don't have
2: Lanterns. You rode. Right. You rode. You
1: rode quick. You didn't bring lanterns. We
2: didn't grab um, light. I thought about that just no. a second ago. You Come have.
1: On. You have the moonlight above you, so you can. You're making out these scenes. The closer that you are to them, you're able to see each other as long as you stay in this sort of open road. Um, as you glance off to try to look around, you do see a boot um, kind of sticking out of the shadows off on the ditch.
4: Actually, can I go back to my my common knowledge roll? Um, would I know how to kill this thing? Um, off of my knowledge roll? You would just know of the legend. They It doesn't really
1: say okay. how to kill one. You, you would know that up north, there was this man named Jack Fiddler, who has slain like 14 Wendigos in his
4: time, and there's a huge story there, but it doesn't really say how. Okay. Yeah, just because, again, just because I know doesn't mean this character knows, so
2: I just mm-hmm. wanted
1: to
4: be be clear before I rattled off information I don't have. So. Right, yeah,
1: you would not know how to kill a wendigo. Okay.
2: Is there anything distinguishing about the boot that would lead me to believe it is the sheriff's boot? That is,
1: or is um, is it,
2: does it look like it matches the one on the one good leg of the deputy here?
1: It could, it could match the leg. It's a little dark, it's kind of far.
2: Okay. There's another boot in the distance. It could be the deputies, or it could be the sheriff's. What do you think? Do you think we should ride back to town, or continue?
3: I'm thinking we need to know more about this Wendigo crap.
4: Right. I mean, this thing is scary. It, it's, it, it's it's not easy to take down. I know that for sure.
2: Well, I do know that we don't want to hunt this creature in in his turf uh, with no light to be seen. Oh, hell
5: no. Hell no.
2: I think we should head back to town and call a town meeting at the chapel and see if anybody knows anything about Wendigos. If nothing else, get them all to hole up for the night. Make sure everybody's safe.
1: Is that what you'd like to do?
2: Is... That's my suggestion. It's up to you guys.
4: I'm I'm okay with that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Let's get back to town.
2: Alright. Taking that whistle that I found, I'm gonna use my handkerchief to completely clean it. Um, and then we'll ride back into town. And as we're riding into town, I'm going to start blowing that whistle at the second we start seeing any kind of civilization. And uh, if one of y'all can just shout out to the church or something to get people's attention, Jesse yeah.
3: will do that.
4: Oh, I'll, I'll help with that too. I, I also have like bonus and performance um, and persuasion. So, yeah, I can definitely All right. Do that.
1: All right, so you uh, mount your horse once again and haul ass back towards town. And as you're you're getting closer, you just start blowing that whistle. Um, uh, for the other two of you, I'll let you do um, a role of your choice, whatever you're more focused on, be, uh, being louder, more of a performance, or if you're trying to seem sincere, saying, please, please come to the church.
3: I think I'm... I probably use my sincerity. So that's probably persuasion.
1: Uh yeah. Uh the
2: the church that I built uh or you know people helped me build when I came into town. Does it have a bell, a, ch- a chapel bell?
1: Um it uh I guess I'll leave that up to you. That was your creation if that is Okay. What you wanted to include absolutely.
2: Um yeah, so uh, I will call back over my shoulder as we're riding through. I'm going to ride on ahead, start ringing the bells. Keep getting people's attention. And I will keep blowing my whistle as I speed up and ride, keep on riding towards the church to start ringing the church bells.
4: All right. Okay. Yeah, I'm also going to use that more sincere approach. Okay. Um,
3: yeah. I rolled a two.
4: Yikes. Do you want to spend <laughs> a Benny to roll that again?
3: Yeah, I think so.
5: All right. All right.
3: And I roll both of them again?
5: Yeah. Okay.
3: (laughs) I got the same. Oh (laughs) Oh,
2: no.
4: Okay. All right. So I rolled a four on, well, okay. I rolled a four on my persuasion die, but I um, exploded on my wild die. So that's a nine and then plus one. So 10, I have a plus one.
1: Okay, um, all right. So yeah, neither of you are worried about um, getting anyone's attention. The whistle is doing that and the church bells are doing that. You're just, as they're coming out and looking for answers, you're, you're just, you've got the sincerity in your face. Please get to the church, get to the church. Um, and within, within probably a half an hour time span or so, uh, you've got the majority of this town in the church, tired, in their sleeping clothes, um, asking what's going on. Uh, and the three of you helm this. Um, you, you kind of stand, um, at a more comfortable place for the reverend, and, um, you look out at this crowd that is scared and confused. One of them says, what the hell is going on? May I,
2: Reverend? Absolutely. You know more about this than I do.
4: Thank you. I, I do not stand at the pulpit or in on the pulpit itself just because I do not feel like that's my place and I do not want to touch it. Um, but, um, you know, I stand, like, right in front of it. And I'm just, like, I'm also just going to use Persuasion, too, if that becomes a role. Um, but, yeah, I'm just going to be like, y'all... Uh, I know you have every reason to distrust me. I ran out on this town a year ago after what happened. But listen, I know we we figured out what killed those people a year ago, and we know what killed those people last night. I think we've come across a Wendigo. And I like pause to have any see if anyone has any recognition.
1: (laughs) Uh. You see some people seem to not recognize the word whatsoever and the people that do kind of chuckle and exchange
4: some glances to each other, sort of like a, are you kidding me? Hear me out, I know this sounds like complete and utter bullshit, and you know what, if you would come to me a week ago and told me this yeah but i mean seeing the way that the hearts were clawed out of these people seeing the utter ice-cold stare of this thing coming towards us in the cabin i am completely 100% convinced that this is a wendigo it's not supposed to be this far south they're 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 not supposed to be this far south i know but i'm scared for all of y'all
5: this place
1: has
4: been my home
1: you're kind of interrupted at this point and someone says this true Reverend.
2: Miss Katrina speaks truth with every word. Uh, the young Mr. Jesse and I, we witnessed the same creature tonight. We unloaded, uh, at least 18 shots into it with our very own firearms. And it didn't so much as hiccup. It turned and ran the other way. And I tell you, uh, I I'm sad. to to be the one to bring the news that our young deputy has fallen and perhaps the sheriff as well. We're unsure, we could not locate his body.
1: You hear gasps at this point and more whispers as everybody starts talking amongst themselves. And then uh, one woman stands up, uh, quite old and with just this grumpy expression and kind of bronzed, weathered skin Uh, Spotted with sunspots in certain places. But her eyes are kind as she looks up to you and... And she says... Are you sure?
2: I will describe the creature. Large. Antlers that it scrapes on the trees as it passes. Claws that rakes. And it doesn't determine what type of material it's raking. Eyes, vacant, soulless, dark.
3: And the noises? Oh, the noises came. For sure. In your head.
2: Like the Around you. Like the rumblings of a satanic cult.
1: Um, the m- m- Most of the citizens have fallen silent at this point, kind of looking at the dynamic between the three of you and this old woman, and she says, Some? Say it howls, and some say it growls, but it does much, much worse than that. And she kind of looks off to the crowd now instead of you. And you feel the hairs stand up on your neck and your arms as you just remember the sound. <laughs> this curse causes a need for human flesh, it's true. The heart, if it can eating the heart of another through the harsh winters, gets them through. And it's also said they only flee from the north if they're chased or if they're threatened. The stories, I'm sure you've heard them, they speak of Jack Fiddler and he claims to have killed 14 wendigos in his prime, but I say he only slaughtered people, using that as a good reason as to why, preying on the superstitious and things they do not understand. A wendigo is powerful. It cannot be slain by guns or knives. Not outright, that is. What many of the legends don't tell you is that you need something. You need tallow. At this point, some people are... This is clearly the crazy woman of the town, and some people are losing interest in listening to her. So
5: she turns back...
2: Excuse me, ma'am. Seeing that, there is a lady present speaking, and she is sharing relevant information that may save your life. Perhaps you listen to what she has to say and heed her words. She knows more about this than I, and I'm sure any of you. And I'll step back. I apologize, ma'am. I'm as an audience.
1: Yeah, then the, everybody falls silent again. And um, almost afraid to speak now after after you spoke up against them. A Wendigo can only be killed once it is weakened. It must be weakened by tallow. It's a special mix, and, and, a cons- and a consistency like a wax. It must be kept hot, and it must be poured down its throat. Only then- well,
2: I don't think he's most-
1: <laughs> Only then will your weapons harm this creature. And even then, if silver does not pierce its heart, it will get back up. I can make you this tallow. If you feel your souls are brave enough for the task.
2: I'll go after the creature.
3: I'll join you
4: heard
1: that uh, you hear a voice in the doorway say fourth and you look over and you see the sheriff completely covered in blood on one side of his body uh his his arm looks like it had been scratched down and and mostly mangled he's got it kind of tied up in a bit of a sling and he's missing one ear entirely and um as he looks out at all of you the crowd looks back and they gasp and uh panic begins to ensue as as they're realizing these aren't just stories. These aren't these aren't just stories that you're telling them, and people begin to get up and they begin to rush and and, and they all kind of push past the sheriff, they begin going oh! back to their homes. Make a persuasion check. Or intimidation, I guess. Is there that in this game? <laughs> yeah, there is
4: intimidation. Uh
2: I'm gonna stick with persuasion. I'm trained in that. And it's gonna okay. be more like a... Less like a growly hold and more like a, a pleading. Okay. Like, stay with us.
4: Can I use my persuasion... I mean, my intimidation to help him? Sure. Um. What do you... What do you...
2: Y'all shut the
1: fuck
4: up! Like <laughs> nice.
1: just All right. Yeah, go you ahead. You know,
4: we've got the the angel and the devil here. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> go ahead and make your
2: again, again, a side-eye out of the freestyle. <laughs> Uh, the corner of his eye, he just kind of glances over and tips his hat at you with a uh, sort of a a judgmental smile. Not like I'm you're gonna diff- burn, not like you're gonna burn in hell, judgmental smile, but just sort of a tisk, tisk young lady, kind of
4: yeah.
2: naughty I'm
4: a girl than you've been new. <laughs> <laughs> oh, f- <laughs> oh, wait, no, okay. I got a six on my intimidation die.
2: I got a four and a two on my two D6s. All
1: right, so a four is what you would need to pass. So um, everybody's moving around, pushing past each other, trying to push past the sheriff. A couple people make it outside and then the Reverend's voice booms, not in an angry way, but just in a loud carrying boom, hold, and then uh, you hear Katrina shout, just shut the fuck up! And everybody kind of turns and looks, everybody's frozen, either in in shock of uh, the Reverend's booming voice, or in shock of this sweet girl that they knew um, just shouting. And they turn and they look at the rest of you. It falls silent enough that you hear the sheriff's blood drip on the wood of the floor just three little drips before um, before he looks to this woman and he says, can you have it ready by tomorrow night? And she nods to him and there's this moment of just absolute silence before she begins shuffling and heading towards the door to leave and begin preparing this for you. Everybody else is just standing there. Afraid to move.
2: Panic is the enemy of good sense. If you rush out of here tonight and not listen to the words and the warnings, you will be hurt at best. Keep yourselves calm. You should convene. This is probably the largest building in the town. I open its doors to you to look after one another, to protect one another while we are gone. If you have weapons and know how to use them, arm yourselves. If you don't, get with someone who does, that can teach you. They may not kill it, but they do slow it down. It'll be something. I look around the room is the child that I gave my handcuffs to nearby.
1: Um, yes. Him and his mother are kind of over in one of the corners and he he looks scared all over again and she's just kind of got her arms around him.
2: I'm gonna go, uh... Leave the room for just a second. Go back into my personal domicile and and just cut a piece of that crumble cake I'd mentioned. Walk over to him. I believe I made you a promise. And you're words were accurate and true you saw what you saw but i need those handcuffs now if you'll trade me and i'll hold out the piece of cake
1: um as you hold out the cake uh the mother for a moment is like we'll have to go home and and then the boy just pulls the handcuffs out of (laughs) um from tucked under his shirt like hiding and she just kind of looks at him like i told you to put those away seven times um (laughs) he holds them out to you and he takes the cake and his hands are kind of shaking a little bit as he takes it and he sits down and
2: now there is a whole half of a cake in my my quarters back there and it's all yours you go rest up these people are going to help protect you
1: he he looks up at his mom and she she just nods at him and he gets up and starts
2: i'll hand her the key to the living quarters Make sure he gets some rest.
1: Thank you. And she takes it and... Good luck.
2: I'm gonna, um, look her in the eye. Do you know how to use a weapon?
1: Uh, No, I I mean, I have, I have a knife.
2: Keep it to yourself. Uh, Make sure it's nearby. I look around the room. Does anybody around look like they're arming up or already armed or no Oh, absolutely.
1: Um, you see people um, uh, guns had strapped over from the... You guys didn't come in in a calm manner. You came oh. in, you flew in, blowing the whistle, shouting, everybody... You have probably got blood on your hands, like... Shit was going down and they could see that. A few of them do have their weapons, if not like their belt on them, they have them in their hands. And you see them um, making sure they're loaded, and a few people you see going out in groups to go grab weapons from their homes.
2: I grab the biggest, most able-bodied man, woman, or or whatever there that looks like they could hold their own with a weapon. And um, uh, I'll grab them by the collar, bring them over to where the woman and child are. You are to stay with them at all times. You will protect them. And I send them that way with them.
1: Alright, yeah, they- they- nobody is questioning you at this point in time. Um... Alright, so... With that, um, you have... The majority of town, the people that didn't come in for the meeting, are- are collected and brought into this church. Weapons are brought in, everyone is inside of this church, and once the doors close, um, the sheriff, having wrapped up his hand- his arm a little bit better, um is now an arm down, he that he cannot use that arm, but he's got his gun holster on, on um, his right side, ready to go. And after a couple of hours, um, this woman has a vial of tallow ready for each of you.
4: Can I spend two bennies to ensure that someone in our party and somebody in the church have silver
1: weapons um, I will let you do that yes cool what kind I, of silver weapon would you like well, um, I think
2: I think there's some those those candlesticks up there on the altar they're made of silver we could probably melt those down and, and either silver a blade or or maybe coat some bullets with it or something
4: I think if we can get some silver bullets and also a silver blade, that would be most helpful. I believe our elder woman mentioned that we needed silver weapons.
1: All right. So, um, for spending those two bennies, I'll allow... Um, I'll have each of you roll 1d6. Okay. No wild die, just your 1d6. Okay. Uh, what are we? Okay, so that, that is four. how many silver bullets you acquire. Oh, dope. Good rolls. <laughs> um, and between those, I'll let you choose if you give any of those to the people inside the church. Uh, the people in the church are going to have a blade if you do not give
4: any of those bullets to them. I almost feel like the Reverend needs the blade because I, I'm this is just like purely from a role playing perspective. I'm like, holy shit, how good it would it be that you get to like stab this thing in the heart that killed your daughter?
2: I would love that, but I am terrible with them. We might want to part with that with Mr. Jesse. I, he already looks like he carries one anyway. I think he'd be I a do carry nice. Stupid. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, and I will leave my four silver bullets specifically with the person that I told to watch the mother and the child.
3: Okay. So I'm going to give, since I have the silver blade, uh, I am going to give my five bullets to somebody in the, in the, uh, the congregation as well. Okay. I'm going to keep my bullets.
1: All right. And you have five, correct? Okay.
4: Wonderful. And then like at least five of those cut in holy water from earlier. But I don't know yeah. if that does anything. Yeah, that you're you're unsure.
1: Alright, so we have five silver bullets and a blade, and the rest is being left with the church, correct? Correct. Alright, so this woman I'll,
2: I will also really quick point out just some extra lumber supplies that are kind of next to the church for repairs and things for them to fortify the church with. Okay. Barricade themselves in that kind of yeah,
1: thing. Yeah, and they will Good. they will get started on that. Um, the tallow that is given to you. It is a waxy substance. It's melted as it's given to you in these glass vials. Um, because it's it's still very, very hot. Hot to the touch. You have to, like, wrap a rag around it to carry it. Um, just after five minutes of it being off of a heating source, it begins to harden. And she stresses to you, this has, has to be hot to take effect. You've got to get this inside of the Wendigo's body, down its throat, into it, whatever you can do. This tallow is the only thing that can weaken it. And she gives the three of you and the sheriff one vial
4: of tallow. Are there any candles burning? Yeah. Is there a way that I could, like, set up, um you know the vial like above that heat to keep um, that
1: sure i will ask are we are we staying here mm. are we heading to a different location where where are we hunting this thing i guess is where what i'm asking
2: well he had mentioned something uh by the next night so are we waiting to go to the next night or are we going to go tonight and try to find it since we already have the tallow now
1: uh, with, with that is entirely up to you. Um, you've probably, you probably have maybe four hours of the night left at this point. You can go now or you can wait till the next night to have more time. That is entirely your decision.
2: The longer this thing roams the forest, the more likely it is it's gonna kill somebody. else. he says and kind of drops his head.
3: I feel like we should go now. Sooner the better.
2: Sheriff, can you ride?
1: Uh, he kind of looks down at his arm. He says, don't you worry about me.
2: Looking at the wound, does it look like it's infected? Does it look like it's you know still bleeding through? Anything I can notice with a healing check or anything like that that might be a prolonged problem?
1: Just by looking at it, you can see it's wrapped pretty extensively. Um, and it is bleeding through. Yeah, his ear is, complete. it's not bleeding down his face anymore. Um, it's just scat. There's no ear there anymore, for sure. But um, it doesn't appear to be like he's gonna bleed out from it or anything.
2: I'll pull out the deputy's gun. Uh, I managed to recover this from our deputy. I don't know if you perhaps want it back.
1: He reaches out and he grabs onto it, and he, uh, pushes the chamber to the side to see all six bullets are left.
2: I'll just shake my head as he's checking to see if it's loading.
1: Puts it back and kind
4: of tucks it in his belt. Let's go kill this fucking thing. That's the most beautiful thing you've said all day.
2: (laughs) Well, it's not the words I would use, but yeah, let's do that. (laughs)
4: Let's do that.
1: All right, so you guys mount your horses. Where are you heading?
2: Um
3: we should ask the sheriff where he encountered his. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um as you're as you're just beginning to ride out, he tells you we were we were just patrolling the road there, just just where we were before and it, it came out of it We hardly even had a chance to see it. It came out and it slammed into the Deputy Briggs' horse and knocked him down. The deputy went flying and everybody, we couldn't, we couldn't do anything. A few people rode off into the woods. I haven't seen them. I don't know where they are. I rode off in another direction. By the time I came to my senses and came back, the deputy and and the horse were... And then it, and then it came for me, and uh, and he just kind of zones out there.
2: Listening to him talk, does he seem like himself? Even if he's traumatized, does he still seem like the sheriff, or is there any anything that seems off or different about him?
5: Hmm.
1: I'll say make make a spirit check.
2: There's a five and a two.
1: Okay. Um. He seems. I mean, he definitely doesn't seem like the sheriff you see every day. Um. He seems really shaken. Um. He's a little pale. He definitely seems like he's talking through clenched teeth from the pain. Uh, he seems a little
4: distanced. Hey, Sheriff, I got a question. Hmm. You feeling hungry, at all? Uh...
1: He kind of looks down for a moment... ...looks up to you and... It says, how could you be thinking
4: of food at a time like this? Fear makes the stomach feel like a pit. Yeah, I guess you ain't wrong.
1: Did lose my breakfast this morning. Understandable.
4: Just want to make sure.
2: If you want to go wrestle a kid for it, there's some crumble cake in my, uh, my living quarters, but you're going to have to wrestle him for it, because I told him it was his.
1: <laughs> he, he chuckles and then winces. You imagine he probably has a couple broken ribs on that side, and um, as you guys ride out further, you see the moon just making its way further across the sky as you're losing um, the darkness of light. Are we bringing light?
2: Yes. Yes. So you're not making that mistake again. <laughs> no. So we're.
1: Yeah, I imagine we're, we're probably going at a slower pace and you have some sort uh, of lantern. I, I imagine you're bringing candles with you for your idea to heat up that tallow.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So you get to uh, the spot um, where the horse is in the road. And the sheriff kind of points off to the right and he says, I was. I was in the woods that direction.
5: What do we want to do?
2: <sighs> thing seems to be drawn to blood. I was able to lure it in earlier with a piece of wood that was left behind with that family's blood on it it came to it like a young farmer to a dinner bill it came right to it i don't
1: the sheriff looks at his arm
2: no i'm not insinuating anything of the like now don't don't get no ideas i was just making a statement that we do know that it does draw its attention i could never put any of you up as bait that would be Well, Undesirable. Let's leave it oh, at that.
1: No offense or anything, but the way I see it, Reverend, I don't have much of a uh, stake left in this fight.
3: I'm going to give the sheriff my tallow. If it gets close to you, I want you to have two, cho- two chances to get it down its throat. He,
1: he nods and takes it. Uh, Let's see. He is going to trade that tallow for his three silver bullets that he has. He's going to hand those over to you.
3: I'm going to put those directly into my Peacemaker right now. Okay.
1: And it is at this point... um, are you heating up the tallow like have you have you stopped and have put it the only, tallow on it there? only
2: stays liquefied for about five minutes after it's heated right correct how long does it take to heat it
1: not long a couple minutes as long as it's decently close to a flame you're
4: muted still yeah i need to pick one way to mute myself and <laughs> stick with it um <laughs> So, if could I have put ostensibly kept it warmish somewhere on my body? That or you were carrying a lantern? Okay. I
1: mean it wouldn't really it wouldn't keep it not fluid liquid. But like, yeah, yeah, but it would keep it warm enough to where it would heat up pretty quickly, probably.
4: Okay. yeah, I will put it in my 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 pocket and that's where I will keep it until I pull out the candle to relight it. Okay.
2: Its wrist earlier, when, I, when we did get a good look at it, did it look like maybe my, my handcuffs would fit over its wrist? I know it's not gonna hold it long, but...
1: Uh, it was moving pretty quick. It would be hard to tell when, until you were right up on this thing. It didn't get quite close enough.
2: Do we want to try to draw it to us?
1: You hear some cracking of twigs and branches. I
3: think it's time to start eating some tallow.
2: Immediately quick draw into whatever direction I heard that come from.
1: All right. Um, how are we heating this tallow?
2: Uh, we could hold them in in the lantern, can't we? Yeah, hold the vials yeah. over the lantern. Um, yeah, so uh, I'll um, I don't have a lantern on me, so I will hand mine off to uh, Miss Katrina because I know she has one. Um, so I'll hand it to her, um, just slowly, still keeping my guns trained everywhere. I heard the sound, or at least mm-hmm. one of them while like, I gather it and hand it to her. Yeah, I'll like, and then I'll go back and keep.
1: Alright, as you're beginning to heat up this tallow, you hear uh, this, this sprinting um, rush past. Um, it seems to actually rush past behind you. You hear it slamming through the woods, and then you hear the feet on the dirt road behind you, and as you spin around to look, you see this figure disappearing into the woods behind you as well, and you hear the the footsteps crunching before it falls silent to hide once again.
2: Circle up, backs to each other.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Alright, and the tallow is is nearly hot enough. All the all the vials, I will stay stay pretty warm. It's gonna be hot to the touch, though keep that in mind. You all do have the rags that were given to you with the vial initially. Um and as you're kind of putting your backs to each other And as the sound vibrates the inside of your eardrums, I'm going to have all of you make another fear roll for me.
3: I think I'm spending a Benny on this one. So I got a three and a one. I'm spending another Benny.
1: All right,
2: I got a four and a two. I'm gonna usually good luck. Knock on wood, because I'm gonna ruin it if I say that.
3: I just got an eight on my second
0: roll.
4: Okay, that's better. Um, I got a five. Um, yeah, I got a five on my wild die, a two on my fear die. But, um, yeah. Thanks, guts. Okay.
1: Appreciate you. Thanks, guts. Yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, as this sound fills your minds once again. You feel that just almost like force field of fear push past you, but you're prepared, you're ready. You're as ready as you're gonna be and you have a town, uh, a church full of townsfolk to protect. And as this thing's antlers kind of come out from behind one of the trees, you hear it scrape against one of them as it's moving. Uh, you see its head kind of turn and cock as it's looking at you. It, puts one long arm out and claws against one of the trees and just digs in, and you see Bark falling. And it looks out at all of you, and it goes, (laughs) and it looks directly towards where we're heating up this tallow, it knows what this is. Now we're gonna deal our first set of action cards. Shuffle them up real quick.
2: Ooh, new stuff. (laughs)
3: <laughs> All right.
2: Look, I'm, I'm actually like, I don't know if you see, I'm actually shaking right now, like I'm so nervous.
3: I got the heebie-jeebies when she was like, you've got this chills on the neck. I actually had heebie-jeebies. Right? I was like, oh boy.
4: I'm like fully bracing myself and looking at soft floral things to distract <laughs> myself.
1: Alright, so action card number one. This is for the Reverend.
5: Jesse.
2: Oh.
1: Okay. Katrina. Okay.
2: Is there a certain time we have to spend a Benny?
1: You, you can just tell me before we get started.
2: Okay.
1: The Wendigo is gonna spend a Benny.
2: Can I spend two bennies, one for Katrina and one for Jesse, to get them a redraw?
3: Oh. Angel. I, I still have two bennies
2: left, too.
1: If you would like to do that, I will let you.
2: I will do that. Here oh, my is gosh. Here's
1: the Wendigo's not much better. Put him over here. Maybe. I oh do no. Alright, so are you spending yours for...
2: I am. I'm spending two, one for Katrina and one for Jesse to get better roll, uh, get better draws, hopefully.
5: All right. Oh
1: god, it just hit me again. Oh shit. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Here is Jesse's.
4: <sighs> Ooh. Wait, does that count as like a one or?
1: That's high, highest card.
4: Okay, great. I'll take it.
2: All right. That's All right. that's that's better shape than we were. Yeah. <laughs> Benny's well spent. I'll take it.
1: <laughs> so that being said, I believe, um, I believe Jesse is up first.
3: He does not have the tallow yet, right? He does not. Have, he's not.
1: It is warm, and it is probably like it's probably where you guys were going back okay. to back. Okay. So it is. I mean, it's in. Range of you, for sure. Range
3: of me. But it's not opened its mouth or anything like that. We'd have to provoke it.
1: Correct. And it is still it is still off the road uh, behind a tree, looking out at you. It appears to be moving in your direction.
3: Okay. Um, I'm going to shout at it. And get its attention. And then fire my colt at it once.
1: All right. um, Go ahead and make your uh, shooting roll.
3: My shooting die exploded. Nice. For 11. 11. Yeah.
1: Alright, so this bullet slams into uh, the chest of this thing. Almost almost dead center. Uh, slams into it, and you hear this sizzling as um, the silver kind of burns up into its fur, and it, its head kind of moves down. It looks down, realizing what it was shot with, and it looks up, and its head cocks towards you, and it is entirely fixed on you right now uh,
3: okay so i'm drawing it's I'm, guys i'm drawing it's it's tension <laughs> um uh i think that's all i'm gonna do i'm gonna i'm just gonna make sure that it knows that we're here and we're ready for him
1: all right are you um all staying close together or are you kind of drawing its attention away or are you just trying to get it to come closer to you all i'm trying of
3: you? to get it come closer to us so that we can okay. get that tallow in.
1: Okay, perfect. Um, I am realizing right now I did not draw for the sheriff. So here is the sheriff's card. Um, We'll
4: take it.
0: He's not feeling too hot, you know?
4: No. Um,
1: All right, so that is Jesse's turn.
4: Um, Katrina, you are up. Okay, um. Yeah, I'm just gonna shoot one of these silver bullets t- toward its, I almost called it a noodle, I'm sorry, <laughs>
2: toward its head.
1: <laughs> Alright, perfect. Um, so.
2: I'm gonna shoot it in this douche canoe, it calls a face. <laughs> <laughs>
1: ah! <laughs> Um, Alright, so in Deadlands, if you're making a called shot, uh-huh. like if, you, if you're just trying to hit it, that's one thing. If you're making a called shot, um, you'll have a negative two penalty.
4: Can I just use a Benny to auto-hit?
1: Um, I'll let you use a, bunny, a Benny to roll without the penalty. Okay,
4: yeah, that works. Alright. Um, yeah. Like you said, I only have four, so I'm going to fucking use them. Um, yeah, so, all right, so I will do that. So, my. I just roll damage. You're going to roll um, your shooting. Okay, shooting. Which okay. is your
1: d6 with another, with your wild die.
4: Mm-hmm. As well. Okay, great. Okay, great. I made it. Okay, great. So it's a four. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. All
1: right. So, uh, slams into its head. You see a part of the skull impacted and it actually cracks like up the side of its head. The bullet flies out the other direction and you actually hear it slam into a tree and just impact. Um, the, the silver itself makes the skull steam kind of up out of the hole and it shakes its head and you hear this screeching coming from it. Um, and its focus moves now from Jesse to Katrina. Yeah. All right. Now I can't really see these very well. Who's next? Is it the reference? Who's the one to go? Ooh, all right. Yeah, I see. Well,
2: you. it's either me or him. We got we both got sevens. Um. Oh, I, got I, know, I thought you got a six. No, I got a seven of spades, he got a seven of hearts, and the sheriff got a six of hearts.
1: Oh, okay. So I believe you go first. Uh, I go first? Yeah.
2: All right. Um, is it directly in front of me? Are we kind of still back to back? Are we kind of spinning around to make these shots? I mean, how are we doing that exactly?
1: You guys are still back to back. I'll say you're more turned towards the creature at this point now, knowing what direction it's actually coming from, you'd probably be more of like a semi-circle sort of thing happening right now.
2: Okay. Uh, um, I'm going to, uh, I don't know, is it a, a free, uh, it's a free action for me to draw weapons. Is it also a free action for me to put a, stow a weapon? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to free action, stow my gun and draw the canteen that I have with the holy water in it. And I'm going to kind of fling it at him like it's an ex- like like a bottle of like alcohol or something and I'm going to shoot the bottle to try to spray the creature with the holy water.
1: Okay. Um, awesome. Make. Uh, I'll say just make your shooting okay. check with that. I'll say you fling it just fine and now you're going to make your shooting roll.
2: Um, that's a four on the D6. Three on the D8. Okay.
1: Okay. Um, so I will say this is a called shot. Okay. Which would bring it at a negative two. I will let you spend a Benny to ignore that negative two.
2: Yeah, I will and do make that. the shot.
1: Alright. All right. So... Last one for
2: survival mode. All right.
1: <laughs> so flinging this uh, canteen of holy water out towards this thing, you then bring up the pistol and just fire off. It slams into this canteen. You watch it slam into it and it explodes and water just sprays outward, splashes across this creature. Uh, you see it um, kind of shake its head and then just look up unaffected.
2: Mm. Holy water does nothing. We've tested Okay. It. <laughs> but it was awesome. It looked cool, but that's that's about it.
1: <laughs> um, is there anything else you would like to do?
2: Um, uh, I'm going to try to position myself between the creature and the sheriff, still giving him like cover, like sort of half cover. I'm going to try to kneel down okay. and just kind of give him some cover from the creature.
1: Sure. Um,
2: but so and, he can still uh, shoot at people
1: too. All right. So this this when to go is going to sprint forward now like it's it's peaking it's been hit with multiple bullets holy water sprayed at it and its eyes are still fixed on Katrina for this shot into its skull and as it looks forward you hear the scraping of the claws as it pushes past the tree and in like three long strides it makes it up to the group and as it makes it up it brings one claw forward and it's gonna slam it down towards Katrina.
4: Uh, no it won't. No, i <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see... What is your parry? Mine is... Insignificant. It's a two... <laughs>
2: insignificant.
4: Insignificant.
1: Uh, Alright, so this thing's claws scrape across Katrina. You hear it ripping flesh as it just slams into her, coming so quick out of nowhere. And um, this this one slash does 11 points of damage. Your damage threshold is five. Um, so this is going to give you one wound and you are shaken.
4: Uh hell, hell yeah, I'm shaken. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it slams into you
2: <laughs> I'm sorry, I've... did you say eleven with like two ones? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> slams into you, you see there's this huge gash. It's it's very similar to the sheriff's wound on his arm. This huge gash down your shoulder. Um after it slams into you, it just looks into your face and you hear this just scream coming from it even though it, the skull is not moving. You see its eyes staring into yours even though there are no eyes there to stare. And as it's standing close to you, this thing is, this thing is like nine feet tall. Um, and its antlers stretch out and it is now directly in front of you. And it looks towards the tallow that's heating up and screeches again. That is its turn. Okay all right. All right. The, the okay, sheriff now, uh, he, uh, you, you kind of hear just these, these raspy breathing noises coming from him. He's like trying to hyperventilate, but he just he can't even do that. Like he is so hurt. It hurts to breathe. His wounds are, or his, his ribs are definitely broken. He pulls uh, his gun forward and he just fires like point blank directly at this thing. As he goes to fire, um, he goes to pull the trigger, and right before he can, the wendigo looks over and actually slashes at the gun, and there's a brief moment of absolute silence before um, you hear the gun clatter against the ground. And as you look, the sheriff's arm is severed at, at the elbow. And he just kind of looks down at it in shock. And that is the sheriff's turn.
2: We about to die. Like, we are so dead. You really
4: pulled no punches. Oh, my God. I'm here for it.
2: Let's go. All right. Let's do it. Oh, my God. I need to
4: to hug my owlbear. Holy
3: shit. (laughs) Well, now I need an owlbear. Thanks. This is crazy.
1: The reverend. You do have one Benny left. I'm gonna spend it. All right, just for the sake of keeping the cards, this is yep. Jesse's. I'm you good. have a, you're I'm good. Okay. Man, I'm shaking. I can't even get I know. this in here. oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <sighs> uh,
5: like, in anxiety, Take a deep
3: I, breath. Take a deep breath. I've We've like got this.
4: chipped off all of my nail polish and anxiety. I'm like, oh fuck. Oh fuck. Oh jeez. <sighs> Katrina.
3: Also has a four. Uh,
1: you have one Benny left. I'm going to keep that for shooting. All right. That was a much easier time. Thank you. Um. <laughs>
4: The Wendigo.
5: <gasps> Shit, fuck.
4: Um, wait, can I use... Wait, can I actually... Can I amend my like most recent statement and make that Wendigo redraw? No, I don't want to risk it. Oh, no. No,
3: don't do it. Don't do it. Never Forget. mind. Fuck it. Fuck no,
1: it. but
4: it is going to use one of its own to try to get a higher
1: card. Uh, ah! This is oh. for the Sheriff. Oh.
5: Okay.
1: Uh, We're going to keep it just because I feel like... The sheriff's not in his right mind to uh, have made a decision to- He's
3: definitely in shock, that guy.
1: He's gonna
4: die.
2: I mean, he he almost put me in shock when I watched his arm get ripped off, so I get it.
1: So here is the
4: Reverend's second draw.
3: Oh, nice, Rev.
4: Oh wait, the the Wendigo or the Reverend? Reverend. Oh, God bless. Okay, sorry. And here is the Wendigo's.
3: Oh no! shit!
1: Do any of you want to redraw?
3: I will, I'll use a Benny and redraw. I think I'm down to one now.
1: Correct.
3: All right, okay. Okay, that's better.
2: (laughs) It's not as bad as it was, okay.
3: Not as bad as it was, exactly. We can figure this out.
1: All right, we sticking with this? Yes. Unfortunately, yeah. Alright, so let's see. Uh, you both have aces, don't you?
2: Uh, yeah, I've got the spades and he's got the hearts. Alright, I
1: think you go first.
2: Alright, am I near Miss Katrina? Yes. Am I near the creature, obviously, because it just, just struck her and then struck the, rev- the, the sheriff right behind me, right? Yeah, yeah, it's just
1: okay. right up on you.
2: His wrist, are they smaller like a humanoid's wrist, or are they bulkier and bigger extending into those claws? More like a- like a animal, bear size.
1: They're pretty small. Um, small enough at least where you could probably get a couple clicks of those handcuffs.
2: Quick draw, handcuffs, latch them onto myself, latch them onto the creature's wrist, and I start trying to drag him away from the rest of everybody else.
1: Um. Make a strength roll for me.
2: What are you doing? <laughs> I'm it so you guys can do what needs to be done. Oh god, I told you I was going to die. Okay, um. <laughs> uh, strength. Oh god, I'm not good at strength. Here we go. Okay. I got a 4 on the d6, a 1 on the d4. Oh my god. Alright. Like I'm not trying to get him far, I'm just trying to really get his attention and kind of pull him away from specifically from Katrina, because I can't right. let him kill her. I need
4: the possum. Oh man, okay. All so right, typically we're
1: adding- <laughs> typically something like this would be like a contested role. Like a strength versus the strength. This thing is so focused on uh, Katrina and the sheriff and this tallow that this happens so quickly that this yank does kind of pull it at least a step in the direction that you're trying to pull it and it seems confused for a moment and then it looks over sees you and screeches um i'm gonna give you a Benny for that
5: oh
2: thank so you
1: you have Whew. you have another one at your disposal uh damn okay um cool
2: i'm i am i am screaming the lord's prayer. i'm like just praying at this thing the whole time just right. screeching my prayers at it
1: all right um so this Wendigo. Now being yanked over by you, uh, it looks it looks down at this um, these silver handcuffs that are uh, restraining it at this point, and it looks up at you, and it shrieks and it's gonna bring both claws just down in your direction, just lunging for you away from
2: the group. Where are you, Guardy?
1: That is an eleven to hit.
2: That yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have <And> a two.
1: <laughs> that damage will be an ace on the D A.
2: Can I spend a benny to reduce that?
1: You can try to you can spend a benny to try to soak your wounds. Give, okay. give me a moment here. It's um. So that would be 19 damage total. Oh which your toughness is five. So that maxes out the amount of damage that you can take. So you would, if you take these wounds, you would be incapacitated and bleeding out on the ground.
2: I will spend a Benny to soak if that's can, what, I, what does that do?
1: Yes, you can spend a Benny right now and make a vigor check for me. I'm gonna fucking puke.
2: <laughs> well, that's an exploding six on the wild die, three on the other d6. That's 11.
5: All
1: right, so let's see here. You only have one wound, and you are shaken. As these claws go to slam down into you, you use um, these handcuffs to kind of yank one of the claws away, and the other claw, claw slams in, and you just kind of hold on to it, and and you keep those claws from puncturing your lungs or your heart uh and you push just enough to where the claws come out um you're you're hurt
2: with uh with with a dry raspy uh kind of like blood filling the lungs kind of of sound i just shout at the thing you can't have her too and i'll pull it away even more
0: (laughs) all right (laughs)
1: That is the wendigo's turn. Looks like we're up to Jesse.
3: I'm going to do
2: something young and stupid. Great. <laughs> okay, I just did something old and stupid,
3: so um, I'm here. I'm going to grab one of the tallows, and I'm going to jump on the back of the wendigo and slam this tallow into its mouth.
1: Beautiful. Okay, so... It is very much so distracted by the reverend right now. Um... This is going to be a fighting rule for you, Jesse. Okay. It's going to be a fighting rule. You're going to have plus one to whatever your total is here for the Reverend's assistance.
3: Okay. Highest one was a four, plus one for the Reverend's assistance, and I got a five.
1: Okay. So as you jump up on this thing uh, you kind of, you kind of jump up enough, hold on to its fur in some places, holding on to the tallow with one hand, you reach up, you grab onto the antlers, you are fully on this thing's back, but as you go to spin around, you don't quite make it to its mouth. Uh, You kind of slam it in, it doesn't break the glass, but right now you are just dangling from the back of this creature. It does not consume the tallow. Oof.
3: Okay. Um, is there anything else I can do? I can still do stuff?
1: Uh, yeah, it just kind of de- depends what it is. What would you like to do?
3: I'm thinking about that silver blade that I have in my, in my holster instead of my bowie knife. If I can use it. <laughs> but I'd have to drop the tallow. That's the only other thing. Like I'd drop the tallow and grab the knife.
0: Uh,
1: I would say you could do that if you wanted to, but that is entirely up to you.
3: I'm gonna drop the tallow. We've got still got two more tallows, right? Three more tallows? Should have three more,
1: yeah
2: um no i'm gonna
3: hold on no i'm gonna hold on and and try to use that tallow later okay i'm gonna try and and keep keep getting that tallow because we need to weaken it
2: first the the, the wounds that were hit with that it was hit with silver are those wounds still open are they healing
1: um i'd say it's a little hard to notice right now
2: okay got it here
1: um okay who's up next there's a total glare on this thing.
0: Uh the I four. believe it's me. The f- it's the four. It, it's it's Katrina the f- and okay. then the
2: sheriff.
4: Yeah, <sighs> Katrina, you're up. Jesus. I'm not exaggerating when I say I'm considering just taking one of my like acute response anxiety pills. <laughs> okay. Um fuck. Alright. Okay. So this thing's mouth is open.
1: Currently it is snarling at uh the reverend and with Jesse hanging on to the horns, it is kind of like flailing around and and it's not like constantly open, but you have opportunities.
4: Okay, um, okay, all right. I'm, like, actively fighting off a panic attack. (laughs) We are
3: all, believe me, we are all there.
4: (laughs) Okay, no. All right, so. All right, so. um, All right, I would like to take my Vial of tallow and, like, see if I can grab, like, underneath its chin and, like, force-feed it. All right, so with Jesse and the Reverend
1: both flanking this thing, that gives you a plus two bonus to your fighting roll. You're not skilled in fighting, so that would usually give you a negative two. So you have just a straight roll. Does that make sense? Yeah, just a straight... um... You'll you'll roll your d4 and your wild die.
4: Okay, sorry. Alright, okay, alright. I was also going to see maybe if... Hear me out. This is going to sound so stupid, but... As an escort, I also, if people like to be jerked around a little bit, I can do that. Um, I was gonna argue that so that I could use that six and have that like dummy experience. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um...
1: Jesse's virgin
3: ears are like, what is she talking about?
1: <laughs> so, what skill were were you wanting to use? Trade
4: trade brackets escort
1: okay um that's a very
4: creative argument and feel free to say no
1: i'm gonna take your last benny and let you do it
4: (laughs) okay that's that fucking works all right (laughs) okay um all right let's go 2d6 baby no oh no
3: double ones
1: (laughs) two and a
4: three
1: okay okay as long as it's not double ones
4: um... I didn't mean to scream into the. <laughs> you're fine, you're fine.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, this is a funge. Sh-
1: Alright, so, um, yeah, you do- you- you grab this thing by its throat, basically. Not- uh-huh. not by its jaw, you grab this thing by its throat, and you bring one thumb up just barely to, like, push into that pressure point right there. And as you do that, its mouth opens, and you jam- this vial of tallow into its mouth. And your arm is also in its mouth. It hasn't clamped down, but it does currently have a hold of you. Your your arm is in this thing's mouth. And Holy that is God. your turn.
3: What?
1: All right. Um.
3: I know what the sheriff's going to do. He's just going to stand there and bleed.
1: Yeah, um, the sheriff actually, uh, you hear his body, um, clatter against the ground, like, flump against the ground as he has passed out. He is unconscious, blood still just, he's bleeding out, essentially. (laughs) You, You know, you know what this looks like. He doesn't have long if his wounds are not tended to. The reverend. It's not really wanting to focus, but... We have... Jesse.
3: Okay, I'll take it.
1: We have...
2: Katrina. Go. Let's go, Katrina.
3: Let's go. Let's go, Katrina. Let's go!
1: And we have
3: the Wendigo. Yes! Uh,
1: go! Yes! Who is- <laughs> Let's go! Spending a bennie. Going to spend a bennie. Oh no! No, no it no, won't! No, no. <sighs> okay, okay, we're still, <sighs> still right, good. We're
2: okay. still okay, we're still okay. All right, we're, still okay. we're up. <laughs> all
1: right,
4: so I believe it is Katrina. <laughs> oh wait, is the chevro- No, he's incapacitated. Okay, right. all right, he's great. gone. Okay, sorry, I fully like, blanked. I blacked out. <laughs> so you are up first.
1: Your arm is inside of this creature's mouth and it has not had the opportunity to clamp
4: down yet. Good. Can I uncork and and then get my, take my arm out? Uncork to you, you know what I'm trying to do. Okay, I'm going to say make, make an agility check. Okay, good. I can do that. Yeah, your agility's pretty good. Whew. Thank you for being kind to me while I'm like literally panicking. Oh hell, fucking yes. Okay, I got a four on my agility die and a five on my wild die, so we we're good. All right, so okay, got it. Okay, yeah.
5: Yeah. Um.
1: All right, so y- your hand inside of this thing's mouth, you just donk, pop the cork off of this vial, and your hand is still inside, and you hear. Donk, 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 donk and you just, just this sizzling from inside of this creature's mouth. Um, if a skeleton's eyes could widen, that is like the the expression that this body language is giving you right now. Um, and it immediately, you don't even have to pull your arm free because it immediately lets go and and backs up a little bit and starts shaking its head and screaming. You you see like some of the tallow coming out as he's shaking his head like a like a slobbering dog when they shake. That's kind of how this looks. The tallow is just slopping around but it is burning um, and it is screeching and its whole body is steaming.
4: That was a that was a good turn. <laughs>
1: it's, a great yes, turn. It was.
5: it's great turn yeah, it's great. I-
4: I sc- like I screamed, stab it, stab it in the heart. In the heart. <laughs> what was that one more
1: time?
2: <laughs> stab it <in> the
4: heart.
1: <laughs> All right. Um, I believe the Reverend is up next.
2: All right. I want to try to do something really cool and heroic, and also it's not going to do anything to the creature, but it's just going to look cool and try to you know keep its attention on me, hopefully. Um, but I want to use my one uh, gun that I have in my hand still press it against the handcuffs and pull the trigger point blank to break the handcuffs. And then, since I'm ambidextrous, I want to drop that gun, quick draw with my free-now-free hand as I'm scuttling back, and just fan the hammer into the chest of this thing.
1: Are Wonderful. Um... And you do not have silver bullets, correct?
2: I don't. It would just, like piss it off but I'm that's what I'm trying to trying to keep it pissed off on me so it keeps its mind off of uh Jesse
1: okay um go ahead but I am and...
2: I'm also trying to scuttle backwards as I'm doing it too you know okay
1: so make an agility or make a shooting check and we'll see if you can break those handcuffs with that
2: uh that is a seven on a d8 and a six on the d6
1: all right, so easy enough, you just fire. These handcuffs, like, explode at the uh, the base of where it is attached to you, and you begin backing up and just firing. You guys just hear it. as um, we now move on to, um, I windigo. believe, the Wendigo, yeah. Um, the tallow in its mouth, now getting just filled with bullets. Um, uh, it's, it's screeching, this tallow is is burning down its throat. You see it burning actual holes, like, in its esophagus, um, as it's going down. And, um, as it's shrieking, uh, it- it looks around to all of you. It sees the Reverend, pretty wounded. It sees Katrina, pretty wounded. Um, and it is going to, with the Reverend shooting at it, um, and it recognizing It's not being hit by anything life-threatening. It turns and it looks to Jesse and Katrina who have shot silver bullets into this thing. And as it turns and looks, it decides to go for the strongest of the two, the least wounded. And it immediately lunges towards Jesse Um, that is a five, and your parry is five. five. So it lunges towards you, slams into you. It, it kind of like backhands you is more of what the feeling is. It punches you in the face, essentially. You take no wounds from this encounter. As it slams into you and then screams in your face, you, you just sit there, and as it's towering over you, you just look up at it. And that is the Wendigo's turn. Jesse, you're
5: up.
3: So it's looking at me and I'm like, oh, you did the wrong, wrong thing. And I pull out the, the silver blade and I jam it right into its heart.
2: Fuck oh, yeah, twist. you do. I, I know it's not a, a, a demon, but I start chanting like exorcism rites at it as, as he's doing, just like screaming that at, at the creature, telling him All to right. go back to hill.
1: All right, so make your fighting rule and plus two.
2: Go back to whatever hell you came
3: from! I need to spend my last pen. Done. Okay. Five on the wild die with a plus two. That's seven.
1: Tell me how you kill this thing.
3: (laughs) Okay. So, I, uh, I <clears throat> I actually kind of lure it towards me a little bit more. Like I I'm like, oh no. And I, I kind of hold back, but as he's he's coming towards me, I turn around and I've got the silver blade and I shove it right into his heart. And I just I use all my strength that I have to twist as much as I can as it's like it feels like the, the blade's gonna snap. It's so hard. It but I finally just twisted all the way around and he almost collapses into me but I take my last surge and I throw him down and let him fall away from me.
1: Alright, so so uh, just to just to narrate this we had um, Katrina's hand inside of this thing's mouth pops the tallow bile. The tallow burns down its throat. She's able to pull her arm free kind of stumbles back a little bit and then we have uh, the Reverend just just fanning with bullets just, just over and over and over, and then he just starts shouting exorcism rights to this thing, just, just shouting and shouting and shouting. And then we have it stalking over Jesse, unable to make contact as it just tries to slam down as one last hurrah as this tallow is dripping down its throat, and as it lunges forward, you move with it and allow it to lunge directly into your knife. You turn it, you hear the crunching as it just crunches past whatever barrier there was there. And as this silver knife slams into this thing's heart, you hear its breathing stop. You hear those noises in your heads, not stopping, but beginning to fade. Off into the distance, and as you push this thing's body off, it slumps down to the ground, and the night falls silent once more.
2: I uh, immediately slide over to the reverend and start trying to treat uh, him for shock and and to close, uh, put a tourniquet on the arm that's bleeding, out, causing him to bleed out. The sheriff? The uh, sheriff? Yes. What did I say? The reverend. The reverend. Yeah. You're yeah. like you're yeah. doing yourself. I'm <laughs> healing myself. No, I'm I'm going after the the sheriff. Sorry.
1: Go ahead and make a medicine ah. check.
2: I, I, like Katrina, am, am a nervous wreck right now. <laughs> Ooh, okay. <sighs> uh, four and a five on two D6s. The
1: sheriff is dead. Oh. Oh. As you're leaning down, Reverend, you, you grab onto his arm and immediately start wrapping to uh, tourniquet. Um, and as you're kind of moving him around... You kind of feel, and then you reach up and feel for a pulse,
2: and there is none. I uh, start saying a prayer over him. I close his eyes, take his badge, I walk over to Jesse. You are the right man for the job for this, and I'm, I'm sorry. And I hand it to him. And I I put a hand on his shoulder, and and you see tears fill his eyes, and I didn't want it to take anyone else. But now it can't.
1: And this is when you hear a voice come from a little ways down the road. Uh, You hear a man's voice, and he says, Did you pierce its heart with silver? Sure did. And as you turn around, you see a figure standing. Uh, He seems to have gotten off of his horse kind of a ways away and and walked over. He's got a gun in his hand. He has some sort of silver-looking blade in the other. And um, he kind of holds them up to show he's not a threat to you as he walks a little closer. Um, He's got a hat kind of pulled down a little bit. And um, as he gets closer, he looks at this thing. Lying dead on the ground, and he looks over at the sheriff and shakes his head. And then he looks up to you and he says, Been hunting this thing for a while. Thank you for taking care of it for me.
3: I say, No problem, Jack.
1: He nods.
5: Are My there more?
1: Not that I know of. Just been looking for this one. There were a few of them in a town up north, and this is the one that got away, and he kind of kicks it on the ground.
2: Did you chase it down here a year ago?
1: Been chasing it around. It's been about two years now that it left the town I was hunting it from.
2: I immediately charge towards him, grab him by the collars. It's because of you she's dead. You did this! And I'll throw him away, and I'll walk back to my horse, picking up my gun along the way.
5: He
1: doesn't seem to immediately react to that and he kind of straightens his clothes straightens his hat. I'm terribly sorry for your loss. I've seen more than you can imagine following this creature. I know that don't make it any easier. These, these creatures and, and, and things like them, they've been getting braver, they've been angrier, they've been showing themselves more. getting real bad east of here, and that's where I'm heading. Maybe our paths will cross again one day.
3: Hope it's later than sooner.
1: He nods, and uh, you see him pocket his blade and holster his weapon, and he turns around and heads back for his horse. Mounted, it, and eventually you hear him riding off. And you now stand alone in what quickly becomes the early hours of the morning. Over a windigo's corpse. You are alive. You're bruised, you're a little beaten, you have some wounds to take care of. And as the adrenaline fades, you already feel your muscles soar. And your eyes tired from the entire night, the longest night, the craziest night. The body is still steaming. As the silver is eating away parts of its muscle and skin and fur, and as the wind blows, you glance around at each other with tired but triumphant smiles.